There it goes. Cool. And we're doing it. We're live. So, uh, <laughs> to start off, should we, like, be doing, like, a... Hello, my name is Ricardo, and this is my... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or, or should we skip that corny and uh, just kind of? I mean, I guess if it's the first one, <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, hey, I'm Louis, and uh, yeah, and I am Ricky, Louis and Ricky, Louis and Ricky. That sounds pretty cool. Cool, cool, cool. And this is the the Odd Fellows. Odd Fellows podcast. That's right. And uh, Odd Fellows because we have odd topics, and we are just. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say a motley crew because then we would be motley crew. <laughs> so we, we are the odd fellas. <laughs> odd fellows, fellas or fellows? Fellas, fellas. Yeah, that it's actually it used to be like um, you know, like the Freemasons. Yeah. Like the Moose Lodges and stuff like that. You know how the Freemasons have like halls. Yeah. And then the Moose Lodge also have like lodge uh, rental halls. The Odd Fellas was a similar grouping of people or dudes. And they used to have, like, little uh, halls that they used to rent out. And uh, I don't know what the group really is, what happened to them, or where they came about. But there's some sort of a group of dudes that did the same thing that the Freemasons and the Quinceañeras. I'm like, to your, like, wait a minute. <laughs> all right, this sounds, this sounds interesting. Yeah, they, uh, you know, the uh, Quinceañeras are a big business. <laughs> That's how America got rich. Odd fellas. Fellas, yeah. So we should probably look into what it is. Uh, one of my buddies told me about it, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so I thought I was like, "That's pretty cool." <laughs> and they also rent jumpers. <laughs> no, <laughs> you have to bring your own jumper, <laughs> and uh, it, it is extra for the liquor license. So <laughs> now, I've always wondered what the, those things, because uh, I know we have a Rotary Club too near my Rotary house, Club. and I know that's like a like a you know a group of misfits i don't know what <laughs> a group of dudes that just like hey fuck it's my buildings <laughs> <laughs> no but like seriously I, I i never really understood what they actually do i know they have like how you're saying like halls that they do for yeah. rent uh-huh. but like what's what do they do for business do you do you happen uh, to know i don't uh the only th- the only group that i would imagine does anything with them would be like like the freemasons because you know they have meetings and stuff for their groupings and shit but other than that, I don't know what the the moose lodges do. They gather for moose. <laughs> for <laughs> gathering for, for... What was the plural of moose? Meese? The, the mice. Moose, mooses? <laughs> Mooses? What is the, the plural? Yeah. Musai? Uh, Musai. <laughs> the Musaias. The Musaias. Yeah, Musaias. That would be a great name as well, the Musaias. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know what they do. It could, it could all be a... Uh, uh, money laundering operation where they're just like hey, yeah we have halls we have and then there's, uh, cocaine money you know that's being funneled through that business yeah, true, very true <laughs> so you, you never know just like mattress stores you, Yo. you never see anybody buying mattresses but there's always mattresses stores that are open all well, the time hey, i bet it's different i bought my mattress <laughs> at the mattress store <laughs> i got it off for offer up so <laughs> Couple yeah. stains, but Roberto's, you know <laughs> Roberto's furniture store. Yeah. Furniture store. Well, I guess, but I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you see like a random business that just doesn't make sense that it's open, no, and that's then true. it's like, you know, how are they even open? Yeah, and there's like nobody in there, yeah. and the prices are too high. And if you walk in there, they don't even take care of you. They just kind of like, uh, what do you want? What are you doing here? here? <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah. <laughs> you might want to leave. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, uh, we're actually closed. <laughs> like, We've been closed for the last 30 years. But this is your science say oh, 30 years of business. Profiling reasons, right? <laughs> Get out. Stop trying uh, to sh- fucking shake me down, officer. <laughs> He's on to you. <laughs> no, but I, I met a few Freemasons, so. Have you? Yeah. I'm intrigued now. What, uh. Um. I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> no. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's a uh, really. Um, it was my one one of my friends' friends. Okay. But he he was adopted into our circle of friends, and he's really cool people. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, he was he would go to like these meetings, and he wasn't allowed to tell us much of what he, they talked about or what went on. But basically... That's interesting. Yeah, the way he described it, it was just kind of a, a brotherhood. Like, okay. you know, they take care of each other. They take care of their kind, their Freemason brotherhood. Dudes, yeah. yeah. Um, and they went and, and they uh, did their meetings and they drank, pretty much. Oh, shit. That sounds fucking dope. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm in. So we should uh, <laughs> make the Oddfellas a grouping of sorts oh, yeah. that we can just, you know... Just hang out, drink, but we can't tell anybody what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think we have to stop the recording. Right yeah, now. <laughs> it's just gonna be like one of those scenes in a movie where it's like, you know, oh, I can't tell you what we do, and then it just shows what we actually do. And it's just like, <laughs> you're just like fucking slapping each other's asses, like, like what's going on in there? <laughs> Some sort of ritual. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, are you familiar with the the Simpsons episode of the Stonecutters? Yes. Yeah, so it's kind of like that. They just hang around and like drink and. No, they talk about some stuff, like, you know, within the community and stuff like that, but... So, I assume these are kind of, like, I wouldn't say influential people, but maybe, like, uh, maybe attract, uh, like, business owners, like, people, local people that kind of can make moves in the community? Yeah, I think so, like, within the, At least like, locally? Yeah, exactly, so, like, Not in the neighborhood... Like federally, like, you know... Yeah. But, okay. Well, I mean, I mean maybe the f- in a type of, like, in a larger the, the scale, depot, yeah. yeah, they're probably some... Uh, kind of uh, uh, there. I mean, they did come from you know. They're one of the most famous secret societies. Yeah, Freemasons. You know, of, often uh, classified with the Illuminati, everything all together. So it make it would make sense that there's still kind of like you know, there's local chapters that do like local you know county or whatever yeah. sorts of things, and then there's obviously the what is it like thirty. 33rd degree or 30 something degree Freemasons and shit that are like, you know, like Bill, uh, Bill Bush, <laughs> uh, George Bush was or something. Yeah. Like that. But yeah, it's crazy. Uh, uh, I mean, there's, 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 there's members all kind all over the place. And, uh, you know, you won't like one thing that he said is that you don't really know unless you know. And right. what he meant by that, it's like, they do have those secret handshakes and, hmm. He's not allowed to show to show yeah. you. It's like if he speculates that you might be one, he'll give you that handshake and he'll if try you to res- initiate you. Yeah, and then like if you don't know, then he's like, I'm yeah, he's like, oh yeah, that was just a weird handshake. My bad. Okay. But if you know it and you and you let's say me and you are Freemason, right. and if I give you that Freemason handshake and you do it respond to me it? if you yeah. respond it then it's like all right i know you know i know and i yeah know. okay and then, gotcha yeah, yeah so it's it's kind of cool yeah that is pretty cool <laughs> but at the same time it's like you know i don't really know what goes on in their meetings there was right, a documentary yeah. though on uh 
on Netflix that they showed like the first like you know thing on TV that they're showing mm-hmm. behind the doors of a Freemason and all that. Uh-huh. Um, and I watched a couple episodes because it was uh, like a like a miniseries. Okay. And uh, they showed, you know, the, their rituals, what they do to, like, initiate someone. Mm-hmm. And they have to, like, memorize, like, these uh, verbiages off these old books. And, huh. like, they go to, like, different lodges, like, chapters. Right. And they meet up with those people with those chapters. And, like, all this sorts of, like, you know, basically camaraderie. Okay. And, like, politics within the chapter and, like, the city and statewide right. and all that. Hmm. But yeah, it's it's a good watch. I mean, yeah, I don't really interesting. They didn't really show too much uh, of the like what he was supposed to say. But basically, it's like they give you a book, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to memorize like certain lines, and you basically perform them in in front of the the people who are already Freemasons. And depending right. on your performance, you're allowed to stay. Um, or continue becoming a Freemason or they reject you hmm. or something like that. That's interesting. So, I mean, yeah. That is very interesting, though. I always did wonder about that because, you know, every once in a while you will see, like, a car that has, like, on their oh, license yeah, plate. Have, yeah, yeah, they yeah. have the Freemason embassy. And you're just like, who is this guy? What are you doing? what that is. What are you doing? You know, do, do they know you know? Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's almost like a, for, you know, for a secret society, that's almost like a, a blatant, like, display of, like, oh, I am, you know, this yeah. is what I am, you know, so it's, it, it kind of seems uh, like a... Uh, kind of intuitive. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you do see the Freemason halls or whatever the hell yeah you know, they have their logos outside yeah if they really wanted to be secret they would just have a blank building and it's not telling him not not you know you don't have to know but yeah, it's, it's uh it's like a fuck i forget the name of the tools i think is one is the compass the like the v oh right thing. yeah and then the other one is like a use for like uh making sure everything's straight uh-huh and and they go a little bit about it in the, the documentary. Basically, right. it represents to kind of uh, show the path of being a, a right man. Or I did air quotes for people who are listening. <laughs> air quotes. <laughs> yeah. So you know, becoming keeping you on the straight narrow path and making you better as a human being. Oh, I see. So okay. that's that's what the those the the sign means supposedly, but. To confirm that emblem, yeah, it's counterintuitive, but the guy that I know says that a lot of people do that so that if they were to get pulled over or something like that, and the cop happens to be oh, a Freemason, okay. yeah, and yeah, say, yeah. hey, you know, hey, what's up, brother, you know, whatever, they shake their hands and say, like you're on okay. your way, supposedly. But you know, it, I, I guess it would depend on what you did. You know, if, yeah, you, if exactly. you like, if you you know, freaking mowed down like twenty people, I don't think he does. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, like, it's out of my hands, hey. brother. I can't, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, I got you. <laughs> it was like a speeding ticket. I guess, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah like, all right, go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool though. But I would like to join. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they have like these like skirt looking things that they have oh, to wear. Is it like the what is it? Kilts? Yeah, they're, they're like, like little kilts. Yeah. They're like uh, aprons almost. Huh. And um, you get different ones oh, as I think the I've, higher. I think I've seen some. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, yeah. Like some photos of on like. Photos, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So the higher you go, the more elaborate your apron is. I, I know uh, that's not the proper word, but that's the only word. <laughs> that's what I know how to describe yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah. like, it's more elaborate and has more, like, little insignias and, like, the decorations and stuff. Right, yeah. And But, yeah, it's it's crazy. I know in the documentary it says that, that you have to expose your left breast, like, when you're being initiated mm-hmm. to make sure that you're not a woman. Oh, well, okay. I mean, why does it, is it specific? Like, why the left one? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, why can't it be the right one? Or, but even though, like, as a I big mean, guy, I got man boobs, dude. Is, 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 it like, <laughs> is it, like, symbolic? Like, that's where your heart is, Some, maybe? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I mean you know, that would you're, make you're sense. Of a free, of, you know, a secret society with full of symbolism and full of all this stuff, maybe. It has know? to mean something. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you so know. you, like... In, in the documentary, they show um, kind of like diagrams and like drawings of what they do because they they're not allowed to mm. actually record it. Right, right. Uh, but they show that yeah, you just have to kneel and perform your your thing that they give you, and um, then you kneel and then you rip off. Uh, like originally, you would rip off the 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 pocket on your shirt, oh. your left. Janet Jackson. Yes, exactly. Hey, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, but she's a female, so she wouldn't be allowed to go in, you know. But but is this like some sort of a ploy by the Freemasons to be like, we're out here to show the world how powerful <laughs> they still are so, back then? I Since it's one of the rituals, you know, and supposedly Justin Timberlake was like, she's and a, then she's a female. I know, but no, no, no. But is, like, what if like, he was? Uh, what if he was part of it? And he's—they're just trying to show. I'm just saying, you know. There's, uh, you know, <laughs> you don't know. We—they're secret. We don't know what they're doing. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But I'm just saying, what if they're just trying to put on like a display, like, you know, females can't join, and then they kind of like. No, but that was her right. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> Theory debunked. <laughs> I think. I mean, we got to go back and we look at go, the. We got to look at the footage. Well, yeah, got to bring it up. Got to bring it up. No, but yeah, so so you like kneel and then you you rip off the pocket of your shirt uh-huh. and it, it it rips open and burying your left breast. Ah. And that would kind of like, hey, well, hey, that's proof that I'm not a female. But I mean like that, wouldn't that suck for someone like I mean I have man boobs, bro. But yeah, but I I'm saying <laughs> like how would they know? Like are they like, you know, Breast experts? <laughs> they're just like, I mean, they're just like, ah, I don't know. Okay, let, me, <laughs> let me get a closer look. Oh, I was the right the, one. See, I know, I know my history. <laughs> I know my titty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, that's what they look at. I know my titty. That's a woman's titty. The hell is that? Does she really have that on her nipple? I don't remember this. Yeah, it was a like, like a sun. sun. Yeah, it was a it was a uh, a sun piercing thing. Yeah. Damn, Janet Jackson's a freak, dude. That whole family is all fucked, dude. Like that's freaking intense. <laughs> Justin Timberlake's like, oh shit. Jessica will be like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? That was such a random ass moment in life, dude. Because like that happened out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, what year was that? Uh, like two thousand like year. Um. Uh, 2004. Yeah, all right. See, I know my history, man. Yeah, dude, you're actually pretty good with it. I, fr- I freaking completely forgot. I just remember, <laughs> boom! <laughs> rewind, rewind. Yeah, like, 
This is when TiVo just came out too. Man. Yeah, TiVo was a shit. Uh, you felt like you were a badass. Or if you were like <laughs> really me, you were still on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> that part of the recording is all yeah. <laughs> It's all used up. Yeah. It's like, damn, the freaking the magnetism on the strip is just like gone. It's like, like, it's not even brown anymore. It's just clear. <laughs> yeah, but but that was just such a weird, uh, like, because I, I know she got fined for... For showing tit. For showing tit, but it was like a, a complete accident. Yeah. Unless it wasn't. Well, I think it wasn't. Honestly... Wait, well, what was what was he trying to do? Is what I'm trying to say. Well, supposedly that she had um, that part of her costume that um, that was supposed to come off, uh, but I guess he grabbed onto to everything? yeah to everything, not just the costume, but the bra itself, and he pulled, and that's what came off. Wasn't this bitch wearing a bra? Well, that's what was, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you would expect if that was part of the performance, but unless you, it wasn't. But you, you've heard about, you know, since we're talking about, like, conspiracies and all that, you've heard about, like, you know, how the, I don't want to say the Illuminati, because that's such a broad, you know, blanket, but, like, you know, like, secret societies do these things to celebrities in order to allow them to be famous or to punish them for doing things wrong or speaking out against them. <clears throat> that they maybe made her publicly humiliate herself in that way so that they wouldn't take further action against her. Yeah. And obviously Michael Jackson was punished in the way he was because he spoke out against it in those videos and saying things against, you know, that people were trying to kill him and shit. Yeah. So, you know, would you think that there's some sort of a connection between that, between her exposing herself like that and maybe being like, well, if you want to fucking steer clear of the other shit that's probably gonna happen to you maybe you need to do this for us yeah and what better way than on the biggest events of the year you know the super bowl everybody's almost everybody's watching yeah exactly yeah so i don't know that might be something no i mean get this after that happened justin timberlake went back to the super bowl as a halftime show Mm. And Janet Jackson has not been back since that happened. Mm. She got fined. He didn't. Um, mm. So it's like, yeah, how you're saying is some kind of... There's something there. Right, yeah. There's obviously hitting meet, uh, meetings that they did, you know, they, they decide, hey, what were we going to do about this incident? Or maybe, hey, what are we going to do to boost Justin Timberlake? Or right, right. kind of how you're saying, punish the Jackson family. Because... Mm. There's all kinds of shit that's happened with that family too. No, yeah, hell yeah. There's, <laughs> there wouldn't be enough uh, freaking documentaries you can make to cover everything. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. just so much. Like, you know, even starting when there were just the Jackson Five and freaking Bo Jackson just fucking beating them like animals. Yeah, and then like everything else that happened afterwards with the whole, you know, the success and uh, alleged. You know, I'm gonna say alleged because we don't who know knows if he was guilty yeah, or not. Exactly. You know, this guy maybe this guy just didn't have a childhood like you know we do know because bo jackson was kind of a dick and maybe he was just like you know dude like i just want to you know show kids a good time because i never had a good time and you know he built theme parks and this sort of shit yeah and then people took advantage of that because they saw that was his weak point and they're like you know what we're gonna get a couple of these kids to say that you touched them yeah i mean that's a possibility who knows you know we don't really know because a lot of this shit was kind of settled out of court afterwards. Yeah. It wasn't really like, you're guilty or nothing. It was kind of like, all right, well, 
they settled or whatever it was, you know? Yeah, I mean, the the stuff that, that kind of gets me is, which I haven't seen, um, they talk about it in a the, in the documentary, mm-hmm. how you're saying, you know, that they that he got taken advantage of, like some of these kids were basically told, hey, say that they, he touched you or whatever, right. just to get money off of it. But mm. in the documentary, from what I hear, I haven't watched it, which I got to watch. But basically, they say that um, that the kids would sleep over his house. Okay. Like, he would, like, organize a sleeping party for these kids. Mm. And that's when it starts getting weird because... No, definitely, yeah. It's like, why would you... A grown-ass man. Yeah. Or, like, as a parent. Like, I don't have kids. But as if I was, if I was a parent and my kid is like, hey, I'm going to go sleep over at Michael Jackson's house. I'd be like, I know he's famous, but no. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, that's, I wouldn't allow that happen. So it kind of goes both ways, you know, like, right. There has, like, again, there's, there's something fishy that's not being said in the public because something is not right. Yes. A lot of things don't add up. You know, you want to like, obviously what we're told is, you know, that he was accused of this stuff and we want to like everybody kind of wants to just believe the narrative of like yes he did it you know and uh you know he's fucked up for it and uh you know kind of everybody's day goes on you know he's like yeah he did it he touched all these kids but he's rich and famous so he got away with it kind of yeah and uh but you know is that really the whole story because now you got like all the these other questions of like well what parent would allow you know like you're saying what parent would allow their kid to sleep over this guy's house, this grown person's house, and uh, just because he's famous doesn't, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. It's yeah. still, you know, still fucking it's grown weird. person. That's it's just weird. And not only that, it's like, you know, the way you see Michael kind of deteriorate over the years after that, you know, his health and everything, you you start to kind of see like, man, you know. It wasn't just some, you know, it wasn't like R. Kelly shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly's still like, you know, he's still freaking shit dancing and <laughs> acting crazy. But, you know, Michael kind of like, you know, it seems like it really affected him in a different way being accused of such a thing. Yeah. Which is why I kind of would you know, dare say maybe there is something else that wasn't completely honest with what these kids were saying, maybe. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they did that to him, maybe he felt so betrayed. Because I feel like he was so mentally damaged from having such a messed up childhood that he maybe felt like he was just a kid. Maybe he was just a, yeah. another one of them. It's like, yeah, sleep over. No big deal. You know, I never got to do this when I was a kid. You know, yeah. so let's let's all have a good time. You know, video games everywhere. Popcorn, candy for freaking dinner. Like, let's have a good time. But it is weird. And the circumstances surrounding it are very clouded. Yeah. Not very clear. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know that uh, Macaulay Culkin uh, was one of those kids that would right. spend a lot of time with uh, Michael Jackson yeah. in the past. And, I mean, he's weird within itself. He is an odd kid. I don't know if it's he's weird because of that. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Or is he weird because, you know, that's what just fame does to you as a kid. And then you, you're seeing all these, like, child, uh, you know actors who are grown now and they're all fucking weird. crazy yeah. yeah like for instance uh shyla shyla buff or whatever oh yeah that gets weird yeah i mean he came i, I watch um uh, 
on YouTube uh, that wing show. Oh man, Hot wings. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't okay. seen it, but I've seen the the thumbnail okay, pop up yeah. on my feed, so and I was just I'm like, "I'll <laughs> it for you. I'll let you watch it." But all I could think of was like, "Man, I want to have a beer with this guy." Like, you know, he doesn't like. He was going through some shit. Yeah, no. And I think can't that's. Deny that. I think that's what Macaulay Culkin was probably going through some shit too. Like, because fame does something to you. Like, like look at look at Kirk Cobain. As soon as yep. he got famous, he was just like, "I don't want to be famous." Like, fuck this shit. Like, all mm-hmm. the pressure, you know, from the record label and, like, all this fans. Criticism randomly. and the... Yeah, all dude. That other, yeah. So, like, fame, I think we're not supposed to be famous. I, I think we're not. Not idolized like that. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. Because it, it, it is a lot, of a, a lot of pressure to put onto somebody. Um, and then especially back then, I think back then it was a lot more fanatical than it is now. Because I think... You know, now it's like you see, uh, like, you can pretty much track, you know, a celebrity's life. You know, you see, like, TMZ, you see them doing little videos, yeah. Instagram posts, and you're just kind of like, you get an idea of what they're doing day to day, who they are. But back then it was like, all you saw was the, you know, this big famous person either, you know, playing a concert or on posters or in magazines or on TV shows. So they were so disconnected. That when you did finally, like, if you were to see him in person, it was just like, a, holy shit, you know, like yeah. the Beatles kind of deal. You know, it's like overnight they became huge because they were, like, in England. And then they came to America. And then it's like, oh, my God, those English guys are here. Yeah. And then it became Beatlemania. You know, it's just yeah. like a huge explosion. So I think nowadays, maybe maybe with K-pop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with K-pop. I mean, I'm not into it, but I know a few people who are. But it's, it's become a crazy thing. Yes, I, like, who would have like, thought? What the hell? <laughs> Freaking, like, like, even with the, the what's that guy, Sai, with the oh, gum yeah. Gundam style? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he got famous overnight, it seemed yeah. like, and then he just fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, couldn't come up with a hit. Yeah, and it's like, I think, it, I, I definitely think that it's easier to get famous now, mm. and it's easier to fall off too. Oh, of course. But like how you're saying, you know, it creates some kind of like shroud of mystery around you back Mm -hmm. in the day. So it's like, I don't know too much about this guy. And it's like, I want to know about like where his creativity comes from. And people become like crazy. Like, like the guy uh, uh, who murdered uh, um, John Lennon, you know, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh He was a huge fan from my understanding. And yeah, I think it's because what it does sorry I didn't mean to cut you off no, but no, no. I think it's to um, you, you're left to create something in yeah. the in the absence of not knowing so much about this person your mind and if it's a twisted mind or a mind that's not so well you create you know the wrong ideas of people yeah. you know so then if you don't know everything about this person or either you know back then writing letters or whatever and they're not responding then you start to create your own narrative yeah. And if you're not well, you know, then you start to create a messed up narrative. It's like Stan from... Exa- yeah, yeah, uh-huh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly like, it. I just saw this this uh, trailer for this movie. It's about um, this Indian kid who lives in uh, uh, Europe, and he's, like, new to that, that area. And he's having a, a tough time fitting in. Mm. And he's introduced to uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, shit, the boss. The boss. <laughs> so, like, it's like a whole movie around that that narrative you know huh. and it looks really interesting but it's interesting like one of the one of the lines that that caught me is like oh it feels like he he's singing to me and it's like how ah. you're saying you know like that you create this false you know 
I don't know what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, you just, like, if you're not sane, I can totally see where that can lead you to a, a really dark alleyway. Yeah, and yeah, cause exactly. some damage, not only to yourself, but to the artists that you become, you know, so you, you idolize this person. And right, like, yeah. You just, yeah, like, it's crazy. You just get, like, such a twisted thought of, like, you know, what, what was the guy thinking that shot, did he ever explain why he shot John Lennon? No, but I know that he did uh, the night before or a couple hours before he went to where he was staying at and he got an autograph of him. And they actually took a picture of him getting an autograph hours before he murdered John Lennon. See, I'd like to know what, what uh, if he ever said, like, the reasoning behind it. But I know there's always some messed up, like, you know, obviously some sort of mental illness. You know, and then... There's other people as well, like, you know, the Beatles caused a lot of craziness. <laughs> you know, you yeah. look at Charles Manson. Yeah. And, dude. you know, Helter Skelter, you know. All That's of that was crazy. born out of one song. <laughs> yeah. It was like, but it was, you know, his twisted mind and drugs. Yeah. And um, all of that just kind of like, and then he heard things and just, there was a lot of, uh, you know, very, what are this, what is it called, like, young people that were willing to follow this guy that claimed to have the answers or claimed to have heard things that, you know, were decoded by him. Yeah. And then, you know, all you that know, shit but happened. Who, but who's to say that maybe they're not right? Like, because, well, I mean, I know this this goes into a th- deeper subject, yeah. but, like, what about those people who say they hear things or they see things? And right. obviously, we're over here saying, oh, no, you're fucking crazy. But what if they actually really do? And what if those voices actually telling them the truth? Like, oh, um, I forgot what was it. Uh, but, like, some some guy on this blog wrote about this guy uh, that knew about the 9-11 attacks, for example. Oh, shit. And that uh, they, they just put him in a crazy people home because he was, like, being crazy. crazy he wasn't stuff. saying exactly oh two planes are gonna you know but if you take the generalization of it mm-hmm. like this is what a lot of people do is they start connecting the dots themselves and they make up their own little imagination uh, or agenda it's like right. oh that okay. means you know two plus you know nine equals you know eleven yeah, and yeah. nine you know nine eleven or whatever yeah, so yeah. you start making up these dots by yourself but what if, and hear me out. Okay, no, I'm hearing you out. I'm willing to listen. What if there are actually some kind of entities that are telling these people, hey, like this, something's about to happen. Mm. Or like, you know, some somehow they have a different sense. Like a that we sense. don't. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, and we're sending all these people to crazy people homes, you know? You make a lot of sense, and I will agree with you on that because I feel like, you know, there's a lot that we don't know. There's a lot that we have yet to discover, and I think that to, you know, dismiss something like that would be very ignorant. And, you know, the the, the very, like, fabric of, like, just space and time and... It, it doesn't allow for there to only be this, you know, this plane, you know? Yeah. It almost, like, demands that there's, like, alternate, you know, dimensions and alternate universes just because of how the universe itself has expanded and how it just 
it, there's no possible way that it can just be like you know flat and linear yeah. how it is so it is very very possible that there are people that can catch on to the you know because they say that the future leaves like every like everything pretty much like this moment right here leaves a ripple in time right yeah. that goes backwards and it goes forwards and then there's things that happen in the future that leave a ripple in time that goes forwards and backwards so what if these people are catching some of those ripples and they're just like oh shit you know i, I see something yeah and you know they have some sort of a sense that's kind of numbed or dulled in most of us and you know you're right I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dismiss it because i, I don't know too much about the subject and i i won't claim to but it's, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to to think about yeah because like they're like there, there are certain things in our human bodies right now that um, that are there for no apparent reason yeah. because of the evolution process and, you know... So, yeah, we didn't need them yeah. for certain things like hunting and exactly. gathering and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, for instance, there's a bone over here on my wrist right here mm-hmm. that uh, apparently a lot of people don't have. This, this bone right over to the left side of my left hand um, on the wrist. Apparently... There are people who are born without it, and doctors so have like evolution or something. Yeah, it's part of the evolution process. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll put you one further. For instance, um, wolves when when they they fear like when they when they have pups mm-hmm. when the the wolf mother is pregnant, uh-huh. she will naturally have an abortion induced by her body mm-hmm. if she fears for her life. Oh, and shit. that's. Part of the wolf anatomy, that it's just, it's naturally produced an abortion of the the, the wolf pup, and it, so she won't as a survival tool. Yes, as okay, a survival gotcha. tool yeah, yeah. for the offspring. Mm. And so, for instance, um, like in humans, when women go to like extreme uh, stress. They will often, you know, lose the baby, unfortunately. Ah, because of that adaptation. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I think that there are things that not everybody has, like how you're saying, like some people have this radar or this sense to to pick up on little things. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this sounds weird, but I'm extremely sensitive to earthquakes. Ah, okay. Like, uh, and my building where I work at, I work in a second floor. And I get crazy because the where we're at, where I sit at, the floor is constantly shaking, so it gives oh. me anxiety. But if I'm on the ground level and I feel something shaking, I'll stop and I'll be like, "I think there's an earthquake." And everybody looks like my girlfriend looks at me and is like, "You're fucking crazy." And then sure enough, I'll like look up on you know <laughs> Google an and it's like, yeah. "There's an earthquake." And he's like, "How the fuck did you know?" I was like, "I just extremely sensitive to that mm, shit." That's interesting. Like. It's it like I'm not joking. Like seriously, the no. Last I mean, I, I believe you. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, you have like, you know, like cats and like dogs that can feel it. Like sometimes even like maybe an hour earlier. Yeah. Like they'll just like they'll start to freak out, kind of wanting to get away or get out. You know. Or, or yeah, howling or yeah, barking. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, you know, some people would be like, you know, a couple minutes earlier, but you know, some they feel them like pretty like good while before, yeah. which means that there's stuff happening way before you actually yeah. feel the shaking you know what i mean there's yeah. a chain of events that starts to take off but you know i definitely would would believe that yeah like you know, these the last couple of months that happened um do you remember it was like, like early like july a, yeah 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 so when that happened i had broken my foot 
um, so I was at home the whole time, mm. um, and I was sitting in my chair, and I felt something, and I was like, what's going on? You're like, this is weird. Yeah. And so I got up, and uh, I went over to the living room, and I told my mom, I was like, did you, got, you guys feel that? And I was like, what are you, guys t- what are you talking about? Like, we didn't yeah. feel anything. It's like, I think there's going to be an earthquake. And sure enough, as soon as I said that, it started, like, sl- slowly moving. And I was like, and I was like, I fucking knew it. Like, I just feel it. But, like, it's crazy little shit like that. And there, there, there's proof that some people are better at, like, hunting, for example. Right, um, yeah. Because they have this eyesight where they can um, identify something moving in the grass or something like that. Like, they have these sharp senses, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. uh, that make them a better hunter because they can see, hey, there's the grass moving a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And pff, an arrow or a gunshot or whatever. Next yeah, they, they, know, can, they, like, can, they know how to, like, you know, I don't know. I couldn't do it for the life of me. I think I'd, I'd get crazy. But, like, you know, when you're out in the forest and everything's kind of moving and you hear everything and then like there's one snap twig and you're like that's off there's yeah. something over there you know yeah I, I don't think i could ever you know get that sharp of a sense but i i do i do i do think that there are people that are just like you know because of you know, wherever they are from probably hunting and hunting in certain situations was very very crucial for their survival yeah and over time those senses were valued by uh, their partner which was a female and they'd be like you're a good hunter you know let's have 10 kids because you can provide for them <laughs> yeah so then that's how their you know genetics got passed on over and over and over and then you know obviously there's people that are built more for like colder weather there's more people that are built more for like you know hot you know arid weather that's just like very void of oxygen and um, you know there's short stocky people that are built for certain you know labors and then there's these big ass warrior dudes that just have like lungs of steel and you know they're built like so dense they can't even float in water they just sink to the bottom yeah so yeah definitely i think there's all kinds of people in this world and to say that everybody is the same is uh an injustice because yeah. i think everybody has their strong suits and everybody is uh should uh, be yeah. allowed to do whatever the hell they're good at I think throughout the years we've lost a lot of those those natural abilities mm. that or those sensitivities right. or whatever you want to call it but I, but I think there's there's it's not superpower type thing no but like, but it is kind of cool to like yeah. hey you know what like you know watch this or oh I can hunt that or yeah. I I think I feel an earthquake coming you know <laughs> like yeah, shit yeah, like no. that put you on the news <laughs> yeah. like and, and even then like I think we still possess a lot in our bodies naturally that we haven't unlocked like um, yeah. there's this cat um, I heard him from the Joe Rogan podcast is mm. uh, uh, William Hoff okay and uh, this guy he broke the record for being underwater in uh, icy uh, I think it was in Alaska or some shit like that it was like cold weather yeah. underwater in the snow basically mm. And he broke the record, I think, three times. Damn. And he has this technique, um, basically, that puts you puts your body in a state of, excuse me, of being, like, kind of numb and mm-hmm. kind of excited. So in a, you build up this natural way of uh, building adrenaline. Hmm. So you're, you're able to breathe or, or hold your breath for longer. Okay. Uh, using this method and uh, like it's crazy 
because I tried it. I mean, obviously not in icy water, but like back when I was going to to the gym a bunch of times, I heard that you know taking cold showers actually burn calories too. So I was trying this this method right. as I was taking cold showers, mm. and like it puts you in in a kind of like a not in a calm way, but kind of like I'm ready for anything to happen because I think your adrenaline is just pumping. Yeah, and so you're you're you don't feel the cold as much. Right. So, like, before I would take huh. these cold showers, Freaks I would, you out like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it puts your body in the shock, yeah. you know? And so, I, I would do this, and yeah, like, you, would, you wouldn't feel the cold. Like, mm. I mean, yeah, as you would come in, like, you expect it, like, oh, yeah, but yeah. you wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't be like, holy shit, that's fucking cold. It yeah, would just yeah. kind of be like, okay, that's cold. So, like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, that, that little stuff, I think... Yeah, you know, we unlock it during this type of uh, this this breathing pattern. Yeah. And I won't do it on here because it's kind of loud and when it gets spit <laughs> all over like, your ah! microphone. <laughs> not, not like that, but it's just, it's basically, all right, all right, so basically you guys can look it up. Uh, the Will Hoff, uh, William Hoff, I think it's, that's his name. Um, but yeah, so it's like a breathing prep. Okay. Um, and it's basically like in the movies how they say oh like if you're pregnant you're supposed to like practice like (laughs) so like basically like that but instead you're breathing in uh, as as um, fast as you can and blowing it out as fast as you can so you're breathing really really fast so basically you're inducing yourself into this state of natural adrenaline pumping so like you know if you're scared yeah, what do you yeah, do yeah. you breathe fast and hard right right that's when you're having like a panic attack yeah, exactly they're telling you like okay st- stop slow breathe slow yeah breathe yeah because yeah, you're starting to- <laughs> so if you ever I had panic attacks before and you feel kind of high yeah yeah and that's when the adrenaline is yeah, pumping sure. through you so you have so much oxygen yes exactly yeah okay. so your blood becomes oxygenated hey wait a minute that's cool okay I get it now yeah. so when that happens your body like doesn't tense up like I mean yeah, it's yeah. tensed up but not to the point where it's like holy shit I don't know what's going on because you induce to yourself right so you can to a certain extent control how so before you like black out where people that would have like a panic attack they yeah. pass out so you can kind of like get yourself to a level that you know and then you're like All right. full of oxygen and you're let's like, do this yeah, let's yeah. ah that's cool that's like a that's an interesting adaptation because I guess that would be like Technically, you're storing the oxygen in your blood. Yes. And then you're just living off of that for X amount of time. And then whatever you got in your lungs is, is starting to be used up slower. Right? Yeah. Ah. Exactly. Ah, that's like this, this guy, like, he broke through records. And I think on his last one, his eye was frozen. That's how long he was in. And, like, his retina was frozen. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's how long he was in there for. And like he like swam, not he just didn't like submerge himself. He went in through one hole, swam down to the next hole, and came up. Um, but something happened where he couldn't find the hole because his eyes were fucking frozen, oh, shit. and he like was blind under with the water, and he had to fill himself out and get out Freaky. blind. That is scary. Like this guy is fucking nuts. Like, he was on, dude. Like listen to that that podcast. That episode. But he can see now, though, right? I think so. I, I haven't really followed up on that. Because, I, well, I mean, like, you know, you freeze, like, a finger, that's frostbite. It has to be, it's cut off. Yeah. You can't, there's, it doesn't survive. I wonder how that works for the eye, though. Yeah. That's that's interesting. That's scary, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, trapped, in, like, first of all, deep water, like, that scares the crap out of me. 
Second of all, like now you know, now you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> and then not only that, you're at the surface, but now you you, you got to find the one hole. <laughs> yeah. In however many feet me, feet yeah. meters that you gotta like that they're apart. I can yeah, do it. Dude. I could. I would not be able to stay calm. <laughs> I think that was that would be my downfall. I wouldn't be able to stay calm. Yeah, I'd be. I find one. I'd be like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> just start trying to punch through. That would kill Bill. This. <laughs> wiggle your Damn, toe that is crazy <laughs> yeah but but that 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 guy's onto something because ah yeah he he has classes and he teaches people how to do this this uh breathing method and uh they've gone off to doing like good stuff or not good stuff but like mm. crazy feats of human body history or whatever yeah that sounds like something that the uh navy seals should be, should be into well, who knows? Maybe they're already. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's where he learned it from. Right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. That could be. Maybe they just kind of uh, they do this stuff and they don't really let it get known. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Frozen eyes frozen <laughs> under eyes, the yeah. eye, under the ice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like, have you ever seen that? Uh, uh, how they train the Navy SEALs? I've like seen Hell Week and stuff like that. I've seen some. Uh, some videos of it. I don't know if I've seen the actual like ones, but I've seen some like where they have to like uh, they're like holding them underwater, no? Yeah, or they yeah, have yeah. to like try to like submerge them. Like they're basically trying to drown them. Yeah. And the dude has to like full gear, like boots and all their whatever with the backpack on, right? And yeah. everything. And they're just trying to like basically you have to be able to swim with all that stuff on. Yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> screw <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I can barely swim. Period. Uh, I'll join the Salvation Army or something. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but those those guys are fucking crazy too, man. Like, but but the fucked up thing about it is that a lot of these cats they go into the military, not just Navy SEALs, just in the military itself, yeah. and they completely are shred from their, you know, who they were mm. at. at at that level as a human like no you're not a human anymore or like for example like you know you're you know ricky you're not ricky anymore you're mm. a fucking killer oh, and like they, sh- they remove that out of you like like i know some people who went to the military and they came back and then they're not the same dude like oh. it's fucked up because yeah, it's pretty they teach intense. you they 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 strip your whole livelihood from you and they teach you to become this killing machine basically right and then you come back and it's like well i don't know how to do anything anymore like i don't know i'm a soldier i'm yeah, a, a like, whatever you know yeah like this person that i know um for the first couple of months he was not able to sleep on his on a bed he was Dang. he couldn't he didn't feel comfortable so he had to sleep on the ground like on the hard ground because that's what he was you know, that's how they how he was taught basically. Yeah. And it's crazy because like we would go out and everybody was having a good time and he'd be like in a corner just kinda like looking at things, looking where the exit is, you know, counting people because of his training. And it's like, dude, yeah, you've been that, out of the military for how long and you're still doing this shit? Dang. And another friend of mine, you know, he went to the military and um, he kind of be around crowds. Like mm-hmm. when it's crowded, he starts having anxiety. Um, like for for one of the times we invited him over to a Fourth of July party that we had. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll come down." And I didn't know this until he told me. So he's like, "Do I gotta get out?" 
So I got I got to take off, and I was like, "You all right?" And he's like, "You hadn't been drinking, so mm-hmm. I thought it was weird, you know." And he's like, "No, I got to leave. I can't. I can't handle it." He was like, "All right, well, you know, let me know when you get home." Yeah. And he called me, and he's like, "Dude, I'm sorry. It's like I couldn't stay. It's just like the, the vibrations of the explosions mm-hmm. of the you know fireworks were Man. getting to me, and that's, it's like that's... you don't know how to like for us." We don't think about that shit. Yeah, it's like, just like, yeah, it's, whatever. we're safe. It's yeah. just the 4th of July. Exactly, yeah. but for him, it's just like, no, something's wrong. There's you know? bombs going off. Yeah, to, it's yeah. like, it's fucked up. Like, you gotta react. Yeah. And, 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 like, for people who, like how we were talking about earlier, like, who are not mentally stable. Yeah. And you present them with that training, and then you bring them back home. It's like, all right, your and service ex- is expect done. Expect them to be like, there you go, just be a person. Yeah, like, I think it's so unfair I think I think the military should definitely adopt some kind of program to kind of reintroduce them into society yeah like a, some sort of I, I wouldn't say like a. I, it might sound completely off but maybe like a decompression yeah. time like you know like okay you served four years here's another year or maybe two years of you know you're just gonna be doing like mostly civilian work yeah and it's just gonna you know and then after that then you're done with your service or yeah. whatever you know but I think they should definitely take that kind of thing into consideration because, you know, uh, I don't really know any ex uh, former military people, but you always hear like about these dudes that you know, at any slight sound, you know, even a car just like backfiring down the street, and they just like you know instantly like ready to you know kill because yeah. that's how it used to be back then. You know, you heard noise, there's probably somebody trying to like kill you. Yeah. And now you gotta like all of a sudden sleep next to your wife. You know, with your kids, and you know now you're supposed to be calm. Yeah, and it just it just doesn't go away that quick. Yeah, it's it's not it's not fair for them, especially because you know they yeah. they served. They, they know, did like, they did they did a service of of you know protecting this country, and now it's just kind of like you know you did your job. Now you know <laughs> you're you're good to do whatever you're gonna do. Yeah. But you know all the training and all the you know like like you said cutting that human part out of you and now you're just left with this you know i'm a soldier thing how how do you how are you supposed to bring back that human aspect of it you know it's yeah that's messed up i think yeah i mean i i know that there's they've done some studies like with uh you know with uh psychedelics Mm. where they kind of use that to kind of grow okay as a not only just as like a human but kind of to grow a sense of who you are okay so for example this was also talked in the, like a couple cop uh, podcasts but like i think that it's a good thing that they use psychedelics to to like you know help people kind of like bring down those barriers because what mm. they say i've never done it but what they say is that it's very mind altering and it removes your ego from yourself. Ah. So I, I think in theory, if you're a soldier, you create this soldier and mm. you take the psychedelic or you you know, or whatever the the treatment is, um, it will eventually start deteriorating this person that that uh right. was created connecting you with you again yes exactly yeah i i think 
Hmm. A lot of those psych- natural psychedelics, right? I think they I mean, like shrooms. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think they they do have some kind of um, application application yeah. for that, yeah, especially yeah. because it's natural, you know. And I think we're all created of out of the same space, does. Yeah, have have you ever heard? Uh, you know, speaking of, of psychedelics, have you ever heard of uh, like microdosing? Yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, where like you know, like people do it like daily, you know, or you know, for a, a couple of days a week or something, and then, uh, but not to the point where they trip, but just to the point where their senses are, are are heightened. Yeah. Or altered in a way where like you know normally you know, uh, you, you'd be going through like a haze of a day, just like ah, just trying to get through to either go back to sleep or you know just get home to do nothing. Yeah. Your 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 senses are altered so that you know basically. Instead of just coming home to be lazy, you would be like, you know what? I'm just going to go take a walk because it's a beautiful day and I want to, you know, enjoy the sun and, you know, just enjoy the walk. Yeah. Normally, it's like, oh, I got to get here. I got to go there. And after that, I got to go do that. I'm going to rest before that. I'm going to take a nap before this. And then, you know, you're just like the stress, you know, like I got to go do all this stuff. And then apparently what, you know, microdosing does is it, it kind of helps you deal with those anxieties and those fears and just kind of helps you. You know, like, you know what, I maybe I don't need to do that. Maybe I don't need to do this, and, you know, I should just enjoy the day. You know, I'm going to enjoy the drive. I'm going to enjoy whatever, you know. And uh, I know I have a friend that does it. I haven't actually really, like, uh, talked to him much in the sense of if he's noticed anything really. But he, he's been doing it for maybe a couple months now. And uh, I don't know. He says he, he just feels more appreciative of, of like, people. Like, you know, it's it kind of weird. You know, one time he called me and then afterwards, you know, right before we hung up, he's like, all right, man, I love you. And I was like, it's kind of gay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, not not to be like, you know, homophobic or nothing like that. But I was it was just kind of, you know, it, it, you, you don't hear that. Yeah, you don't yeah. hear that often enough. And it's just like, is it just kind of like something that he's kind of like, you know what? It's OK to say that to your friend because you really do love him. You know, it's yeah, your friend, you know, exactly. You've been friends for years. You know, why, why is it weird to say that to somebody and express it? while you're here and alive you know definitely it doesn't make any sense that you can't say it but you know me and my own little like oh like you know what are you doing you tried to you were trying to kiss on me (laughs) (laughs) you know but it's just it's my own you know whatever it is insecurities and fears and you know what society has already determined i should be yeah and it kind of like it, it kind of like threw me a curveball and i was like oh that's interesting <laughs> yeah no it's definitely weird i mean i have uh, uh you know the, the same friend that went to the military you know um i was really close i am still close friends with him mm. and um you know when he was out there i was the only friend that would reach out to him we would play um world of warcraft online oh nice and uh we would chat on aim when mm. it was <laughs> back when it was thing. <laughs> <laughs> And we would talk, and like you know, I send him a couple of letters, and and he would send me letters back, and like you know, we were really c- close friends. Yeah, and when he came back here, you know, he was like, "Man, like I really appreciate you, like from for for being uh, there for me." I you know, it it took it took a lot out of me, and he's been here for I want to say like five years now, because mm. he was out there stationed in. Uh, um, london or something like that oh okay but for a while he was on afghanistan and well, anyways um you know he's he's the one that's hey man i love you when he hangs up yeah like, i love you too bro like and like at yeah, first yeah. it throws you off because yeah, no, yeah, exactly of how you say like society you know kind of 
not teaches you, but kind of like, you know, growing up in the 90s, you know, I was like, that's yeah. gay, you know? Yeah, like, like I'm not, a, yeah, it's like, like I, I don't like boys. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, as as I keep hearing it more, it's like, I, I appreciate it. And yeah, I say it back to him, like, hey, man, I love you too, bro. Or yeah. like, you know, we hang out and he's it was, it was like, all right, love you, bye. Like, he'll, he'll walk yeah, into yeah. his car and it's like, it's normal now, but yeah, I totally agree. Like, when it happened, like, it's a curveball. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, sh- sure. He's like, hey, man, uh, I got a girlfriend. It's kind of weird. No, but yeah, definitely. I think it's a, you know, he obviously he experienced something that made him appreciate life in a different way. Yeah. And, um, you know, my friend uh, took a trip <laughs> with shrooms. No, yeah. but I, I think it, it, like, it helped him see life in a different way as well. Not to such an extreme. His, you know, your friends was more, I would say, destructive. You know, so he appreciates it because of what he saw and what he experienced. And then uh, I think shrooms kind of help you knock it down in a more healthy way, where it's like now you're able to like you know really hone in your own feelings and emotions and be like you know what, I do love you. Yeah. What what is it wrong to say it? You know, I feel it and I'm gonna say it right now. No, 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 it's true. Like, you know, after hearing that and talking to my girlfriend about it it's like no it's kind of weird because she asked me why don't you say it back like the first few times yeah. like it's just kind of weird you know <laughs> yeah. and it's like well he's your friend it's like you, sh- you should tell him that and you know we, we had a conversation before and like me growing up like my family wasn't like very lovey-dovey or like here yeah. let me you Mexicans know. yeah exactly <laughs> You know, and even to this day, my mom will, like, sometimes she'll get in her moods and she'll, like, apologize to me. It's like, I'm sorry if I didn't, I wasn't, like, you know, there for you as a mom and, you know, stuff like that as a mom. Like, you know, you weren't. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, like, it's cool. Like, yeah. I grew up fine. But, yeah, like, we didn't, I mean, as far as me, we didn't grow up hearing I love you yeah, or, no, like, saying that to our our family or sisters or anybody you know and my girlfriend she she brought this up the couple of days ago and she's like say when's the last time you said i love it to your sister and i was like um i haven't <laughs> like ew yeah <laughs> like it's because it's it's weird oh, you know yeah, it's no, so yeah. weird you don't think about that yeah and it's like no i do love my sister i'll say it to of you course. but i just can't say it to her yeah 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 no like, it, it makes sense because, you know it's just yeah, I, I I don't know. I I still think I would not be able to you know look my brother in the eye and be like I love you. I, I don't think I could yeah, just it's, because it's how we were raised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't show emotion. It's just like you know, I'm here, aren't I? Yeah. But man, whatever. Yeah, like no, like it's it's crazy, man. And it's like, especially like the shit that's happening now, like nowadays, like you know, you got fucking. People shooting up churches and yeah. kids shooting up schools and shit like yeah. that. Like, I think it's more. It's even more important to kind of break down those barriers and yeah. stop being afraid of saying, "Hey, I love you," because you might not get the chance to say, "I love you." That is true. You know, and like, it's crazy. Like the shit that that that's happening right now, especially like you know, like I was saying, the school shootings. Like, there's this video I, I showed it to you a couple oh, of days right, yeah. ago. It's uh, 
the Sandy Hook parents made this video. Oh, I was gonna ask you who who was the 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 person that or the the group that did this. It was a Sandy Hook. Parents? Yeah, yeah, it was called the the Sandy Hook Promise, okay. or it is called the Sandy Hook Promise, and it's like the parents of the kids who died. Um, they all made this this uh, commercial, and it starts off where it's like a back to school commercial, you know? Right. Um, and it's like, oh, you know, my mom got me this uh, folder, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, look, I got these shoes that help me run. And then it starts, like, kind of, like, turning to a twist. And it's like, oh, like, I got this jacket. And, like, there's this little girl, like, tying up the jacket onto the door. And then it switches over. And the kids are like, oh, um, these socks are pretty awesome, too. And she's, like, making a tourniquet to, like, save. Stop the bleeding. Stop the bleeding. And the final one, which is, like, really heartbreaking, is, like, oh, I finally got a cell phone to, you know, stay in contact with my mom. And it's her, like, texting her mom, like, I love you. Yeah. And it's, like, you hear the door opening and, like, footsteps. And it's kind of, like, you know, inferring that, you know. The killer's walking in. The killer's walking in. And it's, like, it sucks. But I think it's necessary. Like, it's really a really hard pill to swallow. Because it's, like, that's hard to watch. No, of course it's very uncomfortable but it, just, it hits you it's like what the hell yeah it's like i'm almost offended by it but at the yeah. same time it's like this is necessary now like this is the new norm yeah the 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 only thing that i think the only thing that that bothers me the most about that is that it's just i don't know i think we're a society that's already like so heavily like oversaturated by it fears you know we got so many fears of everything and throwing like something like that you know it just it like i don't know you know commercials like like that you know i'm not gonna lie kind of piss me off because <laughs> i feel like they just kind of like they just blatantly like feed off of people's fears and they just kind of like make people so scared to live their life and you know i understand these things have been happening yeah and these things do happen but you know, th- there's been a lot of like, I guess, debate as to whether they're happening more now or is is it that they're just given more attention now? I don't know, man. That's a very good question because I mean, how we're talking about uh, you know famous people like now it's right, easier yeah. to follow you know fucking the people from the Black Keys or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and everything they do minute by minute. Yeah, and it's definitely going to be easier for someone to like hey let me record something that just happened right outside my house yeah yeah. and then say something escalates and then you hey hey i have footage of you know some stabbing at you know such street and such city right and so it's more common i think yeah you're right it's more common to see that shit now because everybody has cell phones yep everybody has a camera on in their pockets um but at the same time is that the reason why people are doing this too? Like, cause they want to become they famous. Wanna, they want to have that like um, that celebrity status of like, you know, well, the world screw me over, so I'm gonna go ahead, go out with a bang, and the bang is gonna be that I'm gonna be this famous dude that you know, yeah, impacted so many lives. Yeah, you know? it's like obviously uh, there's you know kids that are just mentally incapable of dealing with you know hardship of schools. You know, like fuck. I don't want to say I was bullied, but, you know, there was always kids that are just freaking mean for no reason. You know, yeah. they just want to be dicks. 
but you know there's obviously some kids that get it worse than others and then there's other kids that are you know that take it a lot harder not only that at home they also get it again yeah so then they just have no place to get away from it no and that's absolutely correct like you know like i'm i'm gonna go out and say i was bullied in, in yeah. school and you know the good thing about back in the day it didn't follow you you go home That's and true. and all right, cool. That like you're done with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm done with it. Tomorrow, uh, people are gonna forget about it. But nowadays, there's no forgetting. No. Like that shit follows you. You know, you turn on your phone, you go on Instagram, yeah. and there it is again. It's like you can't escape yeah. it. That's and true. and it's it sucks because it's unfair for this generation to kind of experience that that uh, that sigh of relief. Like, all right, you know what? I don't have to worry about it tomorrow because it's gonna go away. Yeah, it, that's it doesn't true. go away now. Now it's recorded. Now yeah. it's uh, you know, on the on YouTube or on on Facebook or whatever it is. Yeah, and then you have this troll trolling culture, like all these kids just just making fun of you for the sake of making fun of you right, because yeah. maybe they're gonna get famous off of saying something funny, you know. And it's yeah. like that I don't agree with because it's like. You're it's somebody, you know. Like I'm not saying not true, I'm yeah. sensitive because of it. It's like yeah, you. I think to a certain degree we do kind of need that, but not to the degree where it's at now, where it no, follows yeah. you. Like it's it follows you so much so that there's another culture, you know, like fucking cancel culture. Like you ah, say yeah, something yeah. I've heard of this. bad, like twenty years ago. And then you start getting famous, and hey, guess what? We're going to pull up that shit you said 20 years ago. Mm. Like, it, it, it just follows you. Like, there's no escaping it now. Now it's out, it's, it's out there, and it's kind of it's just kind of there forever. Yeah, and, and like, for, for, those, for these kids are going through this, like, this phase where they're growing up, and, you know, they take everything seriously. Like, oh, right. dude. This is their life. Yeah, actually. like, school, you know, I mean. Friends and stuff like yeah. that. That's like everything's like school. Like, I can't go back to school because yeah. this happened, you know. Like, yeah. the, oh, the girl that I, you know, fucking sang a song on, you know, Valentine's Day rejected me. It's like, the before. The world. Yeah, it's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't, you know, I just want to kill myself. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, to that extreme. It was like, it sucks. It feels like that at the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But. It's so unfair to these kids now because now you were rejected not only in in front of this class, but now you're rejected in front of, in front of the whole everybody. world. Yeah. And anybody that clicks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the thing is that like for those people, what I want to say to them is like, regardless, it might seem like it's following you, but it goes away. There's another right. clickbait title that's gonna you know follow take through. over in the yeah, next like, week or so like don't 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 i think we we shouldn't get so hung up on it because yes as as much as it follows you um it there's there's always gonna something else something else is gonna be there to take it away yeah so i i think it sucks but it's not the end of the world and yeah you know i think if people are really that down you should talk to someone definitely like, a lot of hotlines and a lot of uh you know uh there's even a lot of uh uh free counseling um that you can actually try to sign up for if you really need to talk to somebody in person i think you're able to get some help in uh at least in la county i know yeah you're able to get some free help and uh i'm not sure if you need an adult if you're too young but um 
But even to your your, uh, yeah. your friends and your family, yeah, exactly. You know, you, like, could, you know, even if you have to call, like the hotlines are definitely free, anonymous. You yeah. just talk to somebody, and uh, but if you want to talk to somebody in person, I, I, you know, I'm not sure about it, but you'd have to kind of look into it. But yeah. there is possibility. There is options out there, and uh, uh, I'm glad that there are out there because you know sometimes things do feel like they're just kind of like there's no way out. You know, yeah. like especially when you're young. You know, if you're in high school. High school is the longest you've ever lived. So that's like, you know, four years is an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now I'm in my 30s. Now it's like four years, man. Four years went by like that. Yeah, <laughs> now seriously. I'm almost 31. What the yeah. hell? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Where did all that time go? <laughs> yeah. So now it's and now everybody in high school, like I talked to maybe two, three people from high school. High yeah. school in the end didn't matter. My biggest, uh, you know, regret is having taken it so seriously. Yeah. And having had as many... I guess fears or given the people that I felt were like these cool people such a, a esteem because they in the end they were just people they're yeah. just people that you know for some reason people were like yeah you're he's kind of funny so let's just all like this guy yeah and you know in the end you should have just you know been yourself and done what you did regardless of what people thought of you because it'll come to an end and then you know what high school doesn't matter exactly <laughs> so yeah, yeah definitely it's, though. it's not it's not the way it seems now and you know looking back at like how you're saying looking back at high school it's like fuck man like i'm not the same person i was no definitely like i look back and i was like fuck i was a fucking dick (laughs) you know like you know i i said some stuff and i did some stuff and and like going back to that cancel culture like i'm so afraid of the shit or the person that i was before that i went back and i started deleting all my shit Mm. i used to have a blog um i deleted the blog um, I obviously was private, but you know I didn't want to risk it. Right? Yeah. You, you know, never know. And and it's not that I, I was being racist or anything, but I was just, like the views that people have. Like everybody can get offended for any little thing nowadays. Yes. Yes. And so like the shit that I was saying, like I thought it was funny, and I was saying it because I thought it was funny, not to like offend anybody or to like you know be like oh well my race is superior. It's like, I'm fucking Mexican, dude. Like, you know, like, I I love everybody, man. (laughs) (laughs) But like, seriously, like, it wasn't racist or, or, or sexist or bigot or anything like that. But, I can see how this culture now would take any little thing and paint it as such. Right. You know, it's like, oh, that's fucking sexist. Yeah. You know, like, or that was so like, you know, bigot of you you know or whatever yeah. so i didn't even want to like i was so anxious of it i didn't want to risk any of it so i went back and i deleted all my blogs i deleted all my my facebook statuses and all that mm. you know updates or whatever i deleted everything dude like i if you look at my facebook there's only like three four posts and well, it's wh- like when, when, how far how long ago was this or at least when when you had that blog the saying? blog um like it was like 2003 2003 so this yeah. was this was a while ago yeah back then though there was a lot more that was acceptable oh yeah I don't, wanna, I don't want to say like acceptable I just want to mean I, I mean like that was like kind of allowed to say you know like I remember you know in, in my school you know every single time that I went through uh, elementary school middle school and high school maybe had one other African American person mm-hmm. that I that was in the whole school like it was mostly just you know caucasian and hispanics asians 
there, there was more Asians than there were, uh, you know, African-Americans. But mm. we would all openly walk around, you know, because we had artists like 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, you know. And, you know, we'd all say, like, what's up, my, you know, N-word. Yeah. And that was just like, we did it, you know. There was nobody to, you know, check us or anything like that. So, you know, but I feel like back then that was kind of like almost allowed. Nowadays, I think that there would be even people that aren't you know, African-American that would get outraged by us saying yeah. that. That would be like, well, you, you, why are you saying that? You can't say that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, but back then it was just kind of like such a different, you know, climate in terms of like what was acceptable and what wasn't acceptable. Obviously, we were, you know, dumb kids that we were listening to rap music and we thought that's how it was cool to talk. Yeah. Because, you know, every other word in a rap song is, you know? Yeah. And uh, so we just wanted to be cool like them. But... You know, like back then as well. Um, I don't know if you've seen um, the latest Dave Chappelle special. I haven't seen that. I heard it's really controversial because he says some. Yeah, he w- says some sex, uh, yeah. homophobic thing or something. Like that, you know, I've seen it. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> it reminds me of old <laughs> Dave Chappelle. And, you know, I grew up in early 2000s, late 90s. Dave Chappelle era, where you know he had a Chappelle show and he had yeah. comedy standups, and he said basically the same things. It's just that now he's saying them twenty nineteen, yeah, not in two thousand three, two thousand four, and everybody gets offended. Yeah, now it's like holy smoke, you know, like you said, you know, let's cancel him because of you know the things he's saying now and because of how he used to say things back then. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I think uh, nowadays it's a lot more like there's like the trigger is so like sensitive that you say the wrong thing and it's like it just sets off the, yeah, you know, the gunshot and uh but you know the, the reason i asked you when the, the the blog was because it's just to get kind of like a uh some context into whether you were more like because of how society was at the time more like you you felt like you had a freedom to be like you know what i can't say these things because it's you know it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, now definitely. It's obviously different. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I grew up in Compton. I, um, I lived there a good portion of my life, and you know, I, growing up there, had a lot of black friends, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we all hang out and all like called me a rocker you know mm. like oh you're a, a k-rocker you know like hey, you're a rocker huh <laughs> yeah you're a rocker who? <laughs> but you know like they were cool with me and i was cool with them you know and uh for a long period of time you know um one of one of my before he moved one of my friends uh was black and you know i would go over his house and like have dinner with his family and mm. um you know he's really his family was fucking awesome you know mm. and um he wasn't like you know ghetto or anything like that he was very formal like um you know like how a lot of people say they're they're a whitewash and i didn't know that like but it's like to me it's like i didn't see that it's like you know this is my friend and you know they right yeah you know they they treat me right and i i'm allowed to come over to their house and have dinner with them and like i didn't see any of that and like like people can literally take this conversation that we're having right now. And it's like, oh, what are you trying to say that you don't see, you don't see race? Yeah, yeah. And it's like get triggered by that. And it's like uh, I'm not saying that at all. It's like I'm what I'm saying is that like literally, this guy was one of my best friends growing up, and he was black, and he wasn't ghetto or, or anything like that. But a lot of people were like, oh, he's whitewashed, and that to me was more triggering than than people like 
saying, oh, you're a beaner or anything. Like to me, it was like, oh, he's whitewashed. I was like, he's not whitewashed. Like, was it like other other black kids yeah, that, would, that would say yeah, that? Yeah, or, or, you know, Mexicans or just people in general. Because like, he was very eloquently spoken. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and he didn't dress up in, like, you know, baggy clothes. Right, like, right. This guy would wear, like, you know, sweater vests. Like, like it's weird in Compton, bro. Carlton. Like, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, it, he was really down to earth. And, like, you know, he was a fucking nerd. And we were nerds. Good guy, yeah. Yeah. And, like, it would bug me when people was like, oh, he fucking whitewashed. And it's like, yeah, it's no. like, nah, what? And, like, looking at this now, if we were to say that now in 2019, how would people react to that? Oh, you whitewashed. Like, I think it would trigger a lot more people than just me. Yeah. Like, to me, it triggered me because it's like, that's it disrespectful, you know? And it was like, your friend, yeah. Yeah. But now, looking at this in 2019, like, I can totally see that was bad back then and it's still bad now. But yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't see people standing up for that. Right. And it's just like, well, like, you know... We all dealt with shit. We all dealt with injustices. Mm. And sometimes that made us who we are now. And, like, right. I, I lost contact with him. I don't talk to him I, since he moved. But I'm sure he's still the great fucking person that he is. Oh, yeah, of course. Regardless of where he's staying at and regardless of what he wore and how he, he talked or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people forget it's like hey you know there's a person behind that right yeah like you know yeah careful it, yeah careful it, how you say things yeah you know because you know it's not his fault he grew up how he did how you know he was raised and you know he was just taught a different route you know and obviously other people are taught different routes and you know he talked the way he he was taught to talk and he dressed the way he's able to dress and yeah. the way he liked it and yeah because because in compton there's Back when I was living there, it was just, like, who's who's the most, like, not necessarily ghetto, but who's, like, more hood, mm. you know, or more, you know, like, gangster or whatever. Right. There, there was this ego trip of that. And so... What is Compton, so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, you would get, like, these kids picking on people that weren't hood enough or... Ah, I see. You know, and for him, ah, like, yeah. that's, that's what it was. It's like, no, like, like, to me... He, after he moved away, you know, all you know, all my friends were still there, regardless of what they would say. I would try to say, "Hey, like, back off," you know, um, and I would try to stand up for him because he was shy, you know. Yeah, yeah. But after he left, you know, I still remained friends with those people, and despite their the shit that they said to, you know, my friend, you know, I would tell him, "Hey, that's wrong," but I would still remain friends with them, and um, you know, for a while. Like, hearing these words, like, you know, the N-word or whatever, right. like, like to me, it was normal. Like, hey, N-word, you yeah. know, come over here. Like, now I, I, I'm i not triggered, but I'm kind of like, I have PTSD because I can't say it because right. I'm Mexican. But growing up, you know, they would tell me, oh, man, you're so cool. You're an honorary N-word. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so... As I was growing up, was like, you know, I thought I was hood and I thought yeah, I yeah. was, you know, all this <laughs> shit. Like, but it's, you don't see what sometimes that, how can that affect people? Especially because, right. you know, the way that the word was created and the way. Right. It was a derogatory yeah. word 
that the whites used for the, the the slaves and then afterwards the freed slaves that they wanted to kind of keep down you know yeah. you're nothing but a n-word yeah and you know? and like you know it's it's weird because a lot of people that don't understand like hey that's still the hard er that, yeah. except that the way that they're saying it is the and the ga version of it it still comes from that hard it er comes from that yeah the thing is that it like from what i heard from one of my friends it's it's ga because of accents you know like from the south like southern accents yeah yeah you know you don't they don't say the er yeah. so they say the ga and so it stems from that so, so to hear it for some people they still hear it as a gr they don't they don't hear it as a ga as like these rappers like oh blah 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 this and that so like some people are triggered regardless if it's say it said with the er or ga yeah and i mean that makes sense like after they explained it to me like i was like you know what perhaps you know saying saying singing singing along with these songs isn't a good idea yeah i mean it, it just you know you gotta like i think there's a lot of like you know it, it kind of ties in with the whole like how you said that you know your your friend would be more of a you know a guy that would try to like i, I guess would would try to like you know lift himself off of you know his current situation yeah. maybe like pursue a higher education maybe try to better himself and yeah. be like not stay with the you know the lower end and then these other people that would pick on him would be either because they had a bad situation in their home or they didn't have the ability to or they felt like they felt insecure around him because they're like look he can talk so articulately you know what screw that whitewashed you know whatever yeah because you know i i can't do it or i you know i don't know how to do it so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna pick on him because he's different than us yeah and then i think that that's also where the them calling themselves you know the n-word stems from is is just a kind of way to kind of like you know we're all the same we're all you know n-words you know and if you try to be different then you're uh you know a whitewash your uncle tom you're you know, you think you're one of them, you know, you, yeah. you, you ain't one of us, you know, you want to be, you know, you got to be my N-word, you know, we're, we're all, yeah, you think you're we're, we're in this you. together, yeah. you know, don't try to be better than us, you know, and I think that, I think that that's actually changing in more recent years, uh, you see a lot of uh, more articulate, you know, you know, black people that are just kind of like rising up and actually like speaking out against like this whole like, not really trying to like feed into the whole race baiting and the whole like, you know, oh, racism is... It's keeping you down in American racism and all. Like you gotta, you know, fight for your reparations and all this other stuff. It's more like the, what I see is that they're trying to like push themselves to create their future. Yeah. So instead of being like, you know, something's owed to us, something's owed to us. You know, it's we're in this because of racism. We're in this because of this. You know, they're just like, you know what? It's all it is is hard work. Just you know, just gotta do it like everybody else. You know, this is a capitalist society. You go out there, you work, you make money, and then you eventually you start, you know, bettering yourself. Every generation will get better if you just keep going, you know. Your kids will be better. Their kids are going to be better. And then it just, that's how, that's how America kind of works, you know. Yeah. It's generationally, everything gets better within, if you, ha if you live in America. And um, I think that a lot of those old, I don't know, you could say stigmas of uh, the, the African-American cultures of them kind of like trying to keep each other down and be like, we all must stick together. 
because we're all being persecuted on, we're all being, you know, kept down, yeah. it's starting to kind of fall apart where a lot of these uh, uh, African-Americans are starting to just kind of be like, you know what, screw that, you know, I'm making my own future, I'm going to go out and do this, I'm going to go to school, I'm not going to fucking feed into this, I'm not going to do this, and, you know, you see like, you know, for example, one one uh, uh, very articulate woman that comes to mind is like Candace Owens. I don't know if you ever heard of her. She's like a... Not familiar. I don't want to say... I don't even know if she's like a politician or something. But she's a... She frequently fights like the whole... Um, like when, for example, like liberals try to say like uh, Donald Trump is racist or, you know, uh, America's racist and the racism is what's keeping African Americans down and all this other stuff. And, you know, she kind of like has some great arguments. So if, you know, people want to kind of watch some of her videos and see how she you know, talks against some of these other people that want to just be victims. Um, you know, she's she, ha- she has some pretty good arguments. And, you know, I, I would like to think that uh, Hispanics are kind of trying to see that as well. Or hopefully they start to see that as well, that, you know, you build your own future. You don't, you know, nothing is owed to you. You know, it's up to you to get out there and, and get what you want to get to, you know. Yeah. And, uh I think that's the mentality everybody should have. It's not. It's not necessarily that anything is keeping us down. Sometimes we're just keeping ourselves down, and sometimes we're just tools and pawns in the political machine. That's just like, oh no, you need. We need to build a wall. Oh no, 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 no. We need to open up borders, and then it's just like, you know, we're, we're going to promise you this. Oh no, but we're going to promise you that. You know, it's like racism, this, and you know, and I, I mean, things I, get kind of dirty. Sometimes. Yeah, it's it's definitely all over the place. And I, I definitely do believe that there's still a lot of racism here. No, there's there's still going to be some racism, obviously. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's, you know, it's not like the, the 40s and 30s where, you know, oh, def- you had lynchings and stuff like that. Um, but definitely, I think there's all you're always going to find people that are just like, you know, I don't want them in my neighborhood or I don't want, you know, they're ruining society or whatever it is you know yeah you're, you're gonna find things like that but i think things are better now than they were back then definitely definitely so i think we're making progress in the right direction i definitely think we are um but there's still that pocket that pockets um to me it's not necessarily that that is it's it's just kind of hard to ignore that pocket, especially yeah. because um, there, there's not just that aspect or that, you know, thing that's that can technically bring down a whole group of people, mm-hmm. a whole group of, um, you know, just things. It's just it's fucked up because, yes, I agree with you. It's not as bad. And yes, we shouldn't focus so much on it um, and just kind of focus on trying to get what we want. But sometimes those pockets, sometimes those things that that uh, that that come in and interrupt the things that we want because of the race. And it's kind of hard to ignore, like, you know, because like, for example, um, I'm not saying that this is racist or anything, um, but like for me. I've been in in the business that I'm in for five years, mm-hmm. um, and I've been doing like designing stuff for you know as long as I've been in uh, after high school. I'm 33 now, 
So what? That's like almost a long time. <laughs> long ass time, you know. But I I still can't get a job as a graphic designer because I don't have schooling for it. Uh, right. Obviously, you know that's a big thing. But when it comes down to like going to interviews or whatever, like it, like people say, oh, you know, the experience is better than having a degree. Mm. In some cases, yes. Right. But some places they want that degree. that degree yeah and they have no experience whatsoever and then you go into a more of a deep deeper spectrum which is like okay well you know kind of getting into like oh well, are you female or are you male or are you latino or are you black right you know it's like oh we need to hire more blacks in our company so there, there's diversify the yeah company, exactly yeah. so there you there's so many intricacies going into that where us as the interviewee don't know but as an interviewer they're like oh no he's you know Mexican so so you're already kind of out because yeah, we have too many of them we already. have too many Mexicans okay. and I'm not saying like that's how every company is or I'm not saying that from experience like, like affirmative action kind of. yeah uh, okay uh, building off that what, what do you think uh, do you think that it should be like that or should it be that the most qualified person should get the job well I think it's a it's because it's a little harder because yeah. it goes deeper for, for, for me to kind of uh, give you that answer I would have to hypothetically have a world where you know everybody had an equal opportunity opportunity right you know ever the schooling was you know not necessarily free but affordable right you know where everything was fair but life isn't fair life yeah, fucking sucks yeah, and true. we live in this society where yeah it it's worth more and on paper to have certain amount of people of this ethnicity mm. for whatever reason i don't understand it like but to answer the question if living in this society in this world now yes i think it definitely would be better uh hiring someone based off of their experience maybe right. schooling depending on what the job is you know definitely yeah but both would be a good you know candidate like wh whether like all right you have this this kid fresh out of college with the college degree but has no experience but then you have this other kid with five years of experience but no college degree like who would you take in that that scenario right yeah you can um argue even cases like uh this i guess this would be a more like where schooling is absolutely necessary like for example like either doctors or you know surgeons that come from like other countries it may have been the best but you know if the united states does not recognize their skills then they have to go through the whatever x amount of years that it takes to get your doctorates in america yeah before they can practice in america even though they may have been freaking the best number one yeah where they come from maybe even ranking in the top whatever over here as well but because they don't have that degree there's no way that they're ever going to get licensed there's no way that they're ever going to get hired by a hospital or nothing like that and um yeah i don't even know where i was going with that but i, I think <laughs> that that's a that's uh, one of those uh, situations where I could imagine where I think schooling is just essential, where there's no way, like, not saying because I wouldn't trust somebody like that, but because 
it's just like you need that paper like there's no yeah, way anybody just... would would finance or or uh, insure you through their company or their hospital to you know do open heart surgery yeah just because you're like 20 years hey, I can do you're it. great yeah yeah but yeah definitely i think there's certain um occupations where schooling might not be the most important thing where experience might actually be the best thing yeah you know but it's like i i personally think that it's it's to it's unique to each experience or to each candidate yep or each position like you know you never know what um what you're gonna get like you know you know you can have a guy that went to school and has an experience but he just sucks you know as a surgeon or you know or whatever the job is so it, it has to be unique to each situation definitely but i mean i i personally think from my experience like man i can be doing a way better job than a lot of these people who are making you know fucking a bunch of figures I can't even say because I don't even know what the figure is <laughs> that they're making. <laughs> but still, like you know, like I, I work in in the print industry and I I'm a I'm a graphic designer and I do the pre press um, pre press production. And there's people who 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 come to me and they're like, hey, well, I need these these images um, print ready. Like and right. it, obviously, to explain it better, you know you have the images on your phone, which are RGB, uh-huh. and then you have stuff that prints, which is CMYK. There's two different types of files, um, and people don't understand that there's two, dip, you know, those types of uh, color profiles. Okay. So these people that are higher than me, they get paid bigger the money than me. Um, don't understand that that information it's yeah. like you've been here for how long right you get paid how much <laughs> you don't know what I'm and you don't about. know yeah it's like how, <laughs> how is this possible sense? how's that fair <laughs> yeah so to me like i see that and it pisses me off because i'm just like dude like what the fuck like yeah yeah how's this possible that you know just because i don't have a degree i'm getting paid less I can do their jobs with my eyes closed. Well, not really, because I need them to type. <laughs> but, but, I, like, but you could do their job. Yeah, like I could do their job, and I know understand what I'm actually doing. I'm just not just pulling shit out of my ass and saying, right. "Hey, fucking do it." You know, I'm actually doing the work, and it's like to see that in my field is just kind of like, what the fuck? And see then the injustice. Yeah, and it's just like I go to other places to interview, and it's just like, oh, well, you have the experience, but you just don't have the schooling. It's like, but. I understand what goes on through a day-to-day basis of that type of, you know, job or that skill or whatever. Right. And you come across these guys that are like, what the fuck? Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> so to me, it's just like, fuck, man. I don't want to go back to school, but I I have to, you know? like If you want to advance. Yeah, especially, like, the, the only reason why I don't want to go back to school is because it's not affordable in my current situation right now. Okay. I can't afford it. So... Especially, like, for a while, I had a car payment, and the car payment took basically, like, half of my paycheck. So, I was like, fuck, all right, well, I'm going to go back and see if I can get financial aid. Apparently, I didn't qualify because I was making too much money, Hmm. which is like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, I'm broke as fuck. Yeah. But they don't see it that way, and so I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just pay for this shit by myself. 
And then I look at the numbers, crunching them, and I'm like, I can't afford this. Yeah. So I have to work, pay off my car, and then go to school. And then I pay off my car, and then I break my fucking foot. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck, well, I can't go to fucking school now because now I have fucking hospital bills that I have to fucking pay. And right. it's just like, I just wish that school was a little bit more affordable, you know? Like, it's, right, yeah. it sucks. It's not. Yeah. But... How, how much, uh, how much, uh, what was the, the, the rates you were looking at for school, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I think it was, uh, 1300 a semester. 1300 a semester, damn. Kind of pricey. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hurts me to even hear it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and maybe I'm not looking in the right, you know, schools or, I don't know, like, after, the, after seeing that number, I was like, yeah, I'm out and I haven't gone back. I mean, after I finished paying off my car, I was like, all right, I'm going to really look into it. And uh, this was uh, January this year. And uh, I broke my foot in July. So I had that little cushion of like, oh, you know, I'm going to save some money and yeah. then go back to school. And, um, you know, looking at it now, I'm just like, it's gotten even more expensive. Like, I'm just like, Christ. fuck, dude. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to go to those those uh, schools that just give you a cert- certificate because right. a lot of them aren't accredited. Yeah. So I'm just like, fuck, well, what do I do? You know, so... Yeah. So now that I have my foot broken, now I have to worry about paying off those bills and then after that, finally going to school. And it's like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, do you just making excuses? And like, yeah, maybe I am. But at the same time, like, I don't want that stress. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that, like, that's a lot of st- to, uh, all that money. <laughs> yeah, not only that money, plus work and then school and then the time you need to invest into school. Yeah, it's a, that's a lot of stress, dude. Like, like yeah, people have done it, and good for them. But I don't want that. I don't want to go to yeah. school. I don't want to live my life like that, dude. The, the thing is, you don't just have to go to school. You have to do well in school. Yes. So you have to study. You have to like actually make sure you have uh, the 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 free mental space to soak that stuff in and then you gotta work and then you gotta deal with everything else so it's, yeah. it's, it's just one of those things that's like you know you gotta work to, to pay for school but then it's just like it's not even just about going to school it's about getting good grades in school Yeah. so it's, it's all kinds of things you know what I'm saying my, my friend will argue that D's get degrees <laughs> but still <laughs> you know like you still gotta get the D's you gotta still gotta get the D but yeah man it's crazy man how shit's happening right now like i wish that if um if if i think the important thing in our country right now is definitely schooling i i think that if we want to be like deemed the like greatest country in the world or whatever i think it has to definitely come in with we have the best schools we have the best people we have the the intelligent people mm. like you know i think was it sweden or some shit like that not sweden i i, I can't think of the top of my head but it's yeah. a it's a country that that offers free schooling and um they're deemed one of the best countries to live in mm. you know obviously it's just what people think and opinions and shit like that but still like you know trump always says oh we live in the best country blah blah blah. like to a certain extent i agree you know where else 
can you you know come from an immigrant family and build a fucking empire of excuse me of I don't know for example the tortilla uh, Diane's tortillas yeah. you know like that came from an immigrant family and, yeah and they're one of the biggest tortilla makers and yeah. it's a fucking empire dude and where else in the world would that have been available or possible possible yeah you That's know true. And to that certain extent yes this is the greatest country but at the same time like I'm not saying making it easier for everybody but yeah. at the same time like dude there's other things that we should be good at like education because our country is not is not even in the top 10, I think, of, of the, you know, the most educated people <laughs> in the world. Yeah. And it sucks because that's, I think that's what will help promote growth within not only our country, but civilizations and humans as a whole. Because I, gen, I really genuinely believe that we hit a, like, we're stagnant. Yeah, we're not yeah. growing anymore. Yeah. You know, and so I think we need to stop worrying about technology and all that, and, and all the you know, all the shit that doesn't matter. That's true. Now to offer a counterpoint, Let's see now this is not this is not something <laughs> I thoroughly believe, but I like to throw a wrench in there to uh, mix up the conversation every yeah, now and yeah, then. Definitely go for it. Uh, so uh, what if you know these things are kind of like. What if it's if these things are just proving that education isn't necessarily as important as I guess you could say um, motivation? Because uh, as a capitalist society, motivation is one of the biggest influencers, right, for people to get up and do something. Yeah. So somebody that's uneducated, you know, can be like, you know what, I do something, I'm good at this, and the motivation to be like, I can make money off of this, that motivation is going to propel them into doing something else. You know, they could just not have any education, not have anything, you know, and then they could just create whatever they're going to create in their own little corner of, of, of America. Yeah. And, you know, if you, if you go to, like, you know, start educating everybody, you, you come up with a society that has a bunch of educated people. But a lot of people that aren't really, I can, I guess you could say, looking at things like you know, you know, the basic things that everybody needs in the world, and that everybody's gonna try to like leave behind because it's like now you don't want to be a, a, a mechanic or you don't want to be a a roofer or a, you know whatever it is because now it's like all about you know just you're you're above that. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I, I definitely see. So what you're I, I don't. I'm not saying like you know, definitely don't pursue it. I'm saying like pers- you should you know better yourself as as much as you can. But I'm saying um, I'm not saying that this is how it is. But I'm saying maybe the powers that may be are kind of like purposely they fluctuate education up and down to whatever they see is like okay. You know what? We can't have too many people that are, you know, focusing on schools. We need people that are actually going to be focusing on, like, you know, actual labor jobs and people that are going to be producing things. You know, because if you look at societies that are freaking, like, kind of, like, crazy good right now, it's like China. And they have a huge labor force. 
basic labor forces that are just like creating things very cheaply i'm not saying they have a happy society i'm not saying that they're very like you know healthy or or you know they're gonna they have longevity but i think labor is one of the the biggest contributors to big societies and in the past it's been gotten by slavery the past has been gotten by you know whatever it is you know every big society had slaves america to a certain extent did that and you can argue that the reason why they're not cracking down so hard on legal immigration is because that's a way of getting cheap labor oh yeah i mean i I mean i completely agree a lot of societies are built on slave labor you know like cheap just just cheap labor and and it's like it's it's it sucks because China is booming. Well, some people are rich in China because they're taking advantage of you. Yeah, you know, and you know these companies here, they're they're rich because they're taking advantage of you know cheap labor. And I'm not saying hey, everybody become a doctor, you know, but it should be kind of like okay, if you want to become a doctor, it'd be a little bit easier, and. All right. Well, here there should be some kind of incentive, right? Like, like from my understanding, um, I know in Germany they have an apprenticeship uh, for different types of uh, things. So, like schools, like you want to become a, a mechanic, they teach you all about cars and mechanics and cogwheels yeah. and everything you need to know. They don't teach you about you know electives and english and fucking shit that you don't need they they right, focus right. on all right this is what you want to do this is what we're yeah, going to no, teach I, you i think that's perfect because it goes back to the thing that you're saying that there's people that are just naturally good at certain things yes you know so there's people that are going to be more inclined like there's just people that fucking love to work on cars yeah and you know that'll be their life because they love it not because it's like we need people to be mechanics it's like no because they fucking love it so there's always going to be people that just naturally kind of fall into whatever they love and it's gonna it's just gonna happen it so happened to be something that we need you yeah. know there's gonna be people that are like for whatever reason love to fucking lay down concrete love to build houses love to you know yeah do these things and it's like they see it like i'm making money off this i'd be stupid not to do it you know and that's their like you know i'm doing it and i didn't need to go to school i'm making the x amount of money and i'm, I'm living happy and comfortably so, so like yeah for, so to answer your question like wouldn't that motivate you if it was a little bit more easier to kind of like fall into something no, that you like yep. and and be like learn this craft this you know this thing and this skill and it'll be easier and we wouldn't have to have you know so much competition within the workforce like okay well everybody's a fucking art major because art yeah, major yeah. is fucking easy mm. you know like try to like find the the I guess you could say abilities or something that interested every person, right? Yeah. So then basically, I guess you could say like schooling, like early schooling would be to discover like, well, what does this person want to be? And then like try to like kind of. Yeah, mold them into that. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, I think that would be Cause the I, ideal I, situation. Yeah, because I think I definitely think not only just the college, uh, but like, you know, the K through ninth or what or twelve. That that whole era of schooling, I think it's so old now. Like definitely, it's almost like just babysitting. Yeah, it's like really like all right, whatever. Just but, learn these things and then that's <laughs> it. But there's a lot of stuff that they don't teach you in school. Like 
I didn't learn about taxes until afterwards. Definitely not. I didn't learn about financing. Hell no. Or managing your your, your book, your banking book, your That's checkbook. Right. Like I didn't learn about that. Like I learned about that after school when it was like hands on, dude. Like <laughs> you you got to you, learn about this shit yeah. or else the government's gonna come after you because you're, you know, you didn't fucking do your taxes or whatever. Yeah. Like. That's the shit that they should be teaching you in school, too. Yeah, I, I think they take such a focus on, like, such a, I guess, broad spectrum. It's just like, okay, you need to know math. Okay, I, I agree. Math is important. Yes. I don't think, like, things like freaking calculus and geometry, you know, to, in some careers would be very interesting. You know, you probably would need it. Basic math is important, I think. You, you know, you need to know how to add. You need to know how to do numbers and stuff. But things like, you know, pre-calculus and freaking, uh, you know, uh, maybe not geometry. Geometry is pretty cool. Like, you know, but algebra and, and, you know, those kinds of things don't have as wide of an application as they make it seem like they do, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it's so, like, I think it's unfair to give certain people, because, you know, there are certain people that just can't see you know numbers don't make sense yeah i'm and one of them like, and then, yeah <laughs> so i think it's like you're like pretty much like killing off these people's like hopes that you're making them feel dumb yeah because of their own mind that can't you know they can't work the numbers and it's just like why don't you just try to guide them into a different direction like okay we get it you don't you, numbers aren't your thing let's move you into something else maybe a writing class or yeah. writing or uh art classes or you know maybe like sports or something like that you know yeah definitely man something you know instead of trying to make them feel like no you're dumb you're gonna fail because you can't get this test done and you know you need to pass math yeah i think that the the counseling i think the whole education education system should be restructured and i think the counseling should be done at a way younger age you know to and and as far as like restructuring the the education system, kind of like introducing that that apprenticeship, how you're saying like, oh, you're not good with numbers, that's not, that's not your thing. Hey, let's put you in a different class. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I guess from ninth grade to to uh, you know twelfth grade, I think that should be done there. Kind of like yeah. really, like all right, let's put you, let's find where you're good at and put you there. Yeah. And and build you a career. So by the end that you're done with high school, you already know what you're gonna major yeah. in college. You can flourish, and you can yeah. flourish exactly. That's because true. like, dude, I dropped out of high school because I was making money out out of all my friends, my circle of friends. I was the only one making money before high school, mm. and like to me, like I was like, oh hell yeah, I was flaunting that shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't need to fucking high school, so I dropped out, and I was a uh, my first job was a. Uh, it was a I was a an optician in Sears Optical. Okay. And so I know how to like dispense the glasses. I know I I've taught people how to properly put the the contacts in their eyes. You know I was all about that shit. I was like, oh fuck yeah! I think I'm gonna start doing this from my my you know my career. Right. Yeah. And then I got fired, and then I had to get another <laughs> job. And then Sears went under. <laughs> well, actually no, um, I didn't get fired. I left. I started working for Disneyland because they were hiring for photography. Um, but anyways, going back, like, I like being an optician because it was fun. Like, it had to do something with with something that was necessary because everybody's going to want to see 
Everybody needs to see, you know? So to me, it was just like... Yeah, it's essential. So to to me, it was just like, you know, this is... I think I I could do this. And if I were to go to school to be an an optometrist or like, you know, an optician or whatever, I would have to take these classes that have nothing to do with it. And it's like, why? yeah. Yeah, it's like stupid. Like, why? But if you were to identify, hey, this kid... In ninth grade is showing an interest in becoming an optician, optrician, uh, ophthalmologist, or whatever. Yeah. You know, eye doctor, or what, you know, let's steer him into that direction. Yeah. So all the classes he would be taking would be like, hey, you know, eye health, and biology, biology yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Instead of like boring them, yeah. because boredom is a fucking disease dude like you get yeah. bored and it's like i don't fucking care what you're talking about you're like you, everything's just noise like yeah you don't you don't absorb anything exactly anymore. so there's no point to it and so I, I i definitely think that they should restructure high school at, at the very least high school to where yeah. those four years are are the, those those are the years that they're going to look at and to kind of place you yeah. into a direction. Yeah, I think that's when, uh, you know, when you're young, everybody wants to be like a, a, a police officer, a fireman, a, a doctor, a veterinarian, you know. Yeah. So I think in high school, you really start to narrow down what you actually love to do. And that's when your mind is starting to kind of set itself. It's like, you know what? I fucking love cars. Or you know what? I love um, whatever. I love you know the ocean i love space i love you know whatever it is and uh i think those four years like you said the 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 counseling and the actual schooling should be more intuitive and more benefit not not beneficial as as much as like uh just kind of like supportive of what these kids are going to end up doing yeah and then at the end they're like you know what because of everything that we've kind of like started steering you you know you take ninth grade and then you're like, you know what? You kind of did really bad in these classes. So we're going to try to, you know, you, you excelled in the art classes. Maybe ninth grade could be that, like, let's set the guideline. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, he didn't do so good in math, but he's really good at art. Okay, let's start trying to weave him this way. And you get 10th grade. You're like, okay, yeah, he's excelling over here. Let's just yeah. keep building it over here. Now he's let's you know, you get 10th something. grade. And then you're 11th grade. You're like, okay, so what kind of things, careers do you think you might be interested in? And then you're like, okay, let's just keep building. And then 11th grade, you should have a good profile. Of what the kid, you'd be like, you know what, you, I think you would excel in a career in, like, this, 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 and this. And then the kid can go into college already having that in mind. Yeah. Instead of, like, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I have to go to college because that's what everyone's doing. Exactly. And then now you're wasting two, three years or fucking $40,000. Everybody's fucking like, you need to get loans. You need to, you just need to, you need to go to college. Yeah. And then you're, like, in debt before you know it. Then you got to go to work to pay the debt. And then it's three years later, and then you're just like, okay, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, I, I mean, even even when I was in school, like, you know, I wasn't a, a straight-A student, but there was subjects that I liked more than the Definitely. others. There's one year where I did excellent. One year I got I got on the freaking principal's honor roll, oh, and it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was the year I played football. And uh, but everything I don't know what it was. It just everything in that year it was a uh, junior year, no sophomore year. Sorry, tenth grade. Uh, and I, it was everything just kind of like seemed to line up, and I was like everything was interesting. I, t- I I had biology, I had geometry, had French, and I had some other crap, you know. But and then after that it was all downhill. <laughs> yeah, and it just sucks because I don't think they do a very good job of really nah, 
they're just like you got you got to be like everybody you got to get everything down that yeah. everybody else is getting down and it's, it's, and it shouldn't be that way because like how you're saying like some people are built different yeah. they're good at hunting for example yeah versus you know crunching numbers and they could be a fucking mathematician or someone who builds code or yeah fucking something you know and, and it's just i think i definitely think that should definitely be priority within the next couple years i think um I as think far so as like you yeah. know <clears throat> making this country a better country it should definitely start there yeah i i think um i think education as a whole like needs to just kind of be you know redefined i think that like you said the standards are so old that it's just like they're so outdated you know back then everyone's like well everybody needs to know everything like well now it's like kind of like well let's just be efficient with it because nobody's freaking honestly you know nobody's using like half of the stuff maybe even three quarters of the stuff that they learn in high school yeah it's cool stuff to know like i know constellations i know that the sun and you know now eight planets used to be nine when i was in high school <laughs> but now eight planets R.I.P. pluto yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know so you know those are cool things to know and you're able to be like yeah you know that's a cool conversation piece or whatever but it's not like i'm out there like using astronomy it's not yeah. like i'm out there you know it's it's something that's not really like benefiting me in the day-to-day yeah and i think ninth grade like how you're saying should be that like hey let's introduce you to a little bit of everything and see where and you're see what you're interested in like for example like you're like okay cool fucking pluto and fucking <laughs> yeah. uranus but someone would be like what the fuck yeah, mars oh i'm it. fucking into this yeah, shit yeah. and then steer that kid into astronomy or fucking some kind of jpl yeah yeah you know, like, some kind of science like you know like yeah, that's yeah. what they should be doing and, that's and, definitely and true. i think i think for 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 our like growth as a as a country it should definitely start there I yeah. keep saying that, but, like, I strongly believe that. No, definitely. Education. I mean, obviously, you know, kids are the next adults. So, they're just, they're the ones that are going to be, you know, when we're old and we can't take care of ourselves, they're the ones that are going to be making the decisions. So, I think that, that is definitely, if you want to have a good future, you need to invest into the generations that are going to come up after us. But, but to, like, kind of throw in a wrench in there... Um, do you think that it's structured that way to keep the generation dumb to like manipulate them in a more that that's where you get a little more uh, uh, more, more I guess more of a, a, a grim look in society obviously how we're talking is like if everything you know is kind of like logical and people think yeah. the way we're supposed to think and there's no outside influences and there's no like crazy societies or the government trying to like manipulate the evolution or the growth of human beings you know but you know i i i do think that there's bigger powers out there that are influencing how things go based off of you know we don't want a society that's going to be educated we don't want a society that's going to be able to speak out yeah we want a society that's going to be docile and calm and uneducated that don't know what's going on don't ask questions that they just do what we're telling them to do and yeah I, <laughs> so my 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 conspiracy theorist is coming out and saying like you know what yeah that's exactly why these things are happening but but yeah. it's crazy because yeah. like 
like all right so i can honestly say like this generation that's that's in high school right now they're some of the smartest fucking people that i know like they know the concept of you know fucking how the government works Mm. and and how injustices work and like bigotry and like shit like that i mean we know it to a certain extent in 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 my school but it wasn't really like in in depth like it wasn't like talked about so much right but not only they can't ignore it dude because it's all over the fucking tv it's all over social media they're learning about it in school yeah and they learning how to fix it and like if you notice like for example these kids from you know like these shootings that happen they come together and try to build these bridges with other people and mm. trying to like educate people like not to be bullies because it affects people in a way that a lot of people don't see it, it, it affects them in, in an emotional level you know and they're smart like to us like like oh we're just told not to bully people because right. it's bad we didn't really understand the consequences and now you get these things that are happening that are really fucking horrible yeah and they're like they're using that as fucked up as it sounds as i'm gonna say it but they're using that as kind of like this is what happens when you bully people right and i'm not saying that that's exactly what they said but it's a good not a good but it's it's kind of like it's a good tool to have in an unfortunate event Mm. because it's like yes that's fucked up that was really unfortunate it shouldn't have happened but now they have an understanding of how they can stop it how they can you know educate people about it and these kids they're like teenagers understand the value of this Uh, and they're using that as like hey this is why we should treat others with respect. Right, yeah. You know, this is why, you know, for example, uh, Joe Rogan, a couple a couple weeks ago, I saw on his, uh, on his Instagram, I think it was, to say, hey, you know, if you see someone that's lonely, talk to them. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, I think I did see that too, yeah. And, and it's just like, little shit like that does change people. Like, even if they smell weird, you know, like, who gives a fuck? Just... No, you know, yeah, that's that's, like, that's that's true, you know, because I always did appreciate, you know, I was uh, I was always very quiet in uh, school, you know, but I always appreciated when, you know, somebody would just simply not stay away and just kind of be like, you know, ask me something like, you know, about, you know, whatever it was, my pencil, like, you know, what, you know, what, what kind of pencil, you know, that's a weird pencil, you know, I buy color <laughs> dope pencils from the yeah. 99 cent store they were cheap but you know <laughs> that's all we could afford yellow. yeah <laughs> and so uh you know sometimes people that shopped at like staples or something would be like hey what is that where did you get that yeah. <laughs> they'd be like you know oh yeah i got it at target or something <laughs> he wouldn't say where it was from <laughs> but you know i always did appreciate it and i always ended up um those people uh were just kind of like very rare and you know, I always valued the fact that they would just kind of like, you know, they wouldn't care that it wasn't like socially like elevating for them to like talk to me and, and interact with me. Yeah. And, you know, you would always end up uh, being good friends with these people because they just 
they they wouldn't care. And they'd just be like, you know, they're just fucking a person, you know? They, yeah. they just talk to you. It wasn't because they were even consciously doing it. It's because they were just raised that way. Yeah, exactly. They're raised to not really care or just to be like, you know, you're a person and, you know, I find you interesting. I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. Instead of like, you know what, hey, you're you're kind of interesting, but you know what, it's kind of weird that I, if I, I don't want to talk to you because people say that you're weird. Yeah. So now I'm staying away because people are saying you're weird, even though I don't think you are. Yeah, like but, that, that that brought up a a good memory for me (laughs) like um in middle school like i used used to have a crush on this girl and um we used to hang out all the time and uh then i was like fuck it i'm gonna ask her to be my girlfriend i was a fucking little kid you know (laughs) (laughs) so i asked her i was like hey uh do you want to be my girlfriend we're really good friends and shit and she said yeah and so i was like super excited and this was like and not it was in break because we had break and then lunch right oh, okay so in break i was like yeah fuck yeah and then uh so after lunch she like literally broke up with me so it was like <laughs> i was i was with this girl for like less than three hours bro. <laughs> and the reason was is because and later i had found out that her friends talked to her and they said that i was weird Ah, so like how you're saying, you know, like she was influenced be- just be- even exactly. though on her own she was like, hell yeah, I like you or whatever. Yeah, company. Dude. Other people were like, uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, then, that guy's now, weird. Yeah. yeah, and it's ah. and like to me, like yeah, that that was fucked up. Like I felt horrible, and you know, I was just like, how does that even happen? You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But going going through it, it's just like fuck, dude. Like, a lot of kids who not develop a, a tough skin can take that and be extremely heartbroken after that. Yeah. Or distraught or, you know, whatever. And it and it sucks. Um, but I think people are finally noticing, especially kids, they're finally noticing that those things do affect you in that strong way. Yeah. And, you know, they're making studies and they're trying to figure out how do they can make that better. And like Joe Rogan, you know, that like, I applaud him because it's like, dude, like it takes balls to, to come out and say, hey, be good to people. Yeah. Something that should be basic. Exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, like you're a kid, but fuck the ego, especially because like how we were saying earlier, like. Who gives a fuck if you're not going to be the popular kid for four years? What yeah. happens after those four years? Nothing. People yeah. are going to forget who you are. I didn't go to any of the dances, and Neither that didn't did hurt I. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to go to <laughs> But, like, I didn't go to any of those dances, and that didn't make or break me. Right. Like, so, like, I think, fuck those four years. You should really focus on... Trying to identify what you're really interested in, yeah, and not so much how what's, many followers you have, or right, what, 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 uh, what's gonna make you popular, or yeah. what's gonna make you more accepted by I'll, everybody. Yeah, I'll give you this: if you befriend everybody in the school, and then after high school they remember you, that's gonna be more of a benefit because it's all who you know in the world after high school. Yeah, all who you know that can get you in a job. Those those people that you befriended, they're the ones that hey dude, my company they're hiring. Yeah. They're gonna call you. 
And I have so many friends and so many stories that friends have gotten me to jobs. Even this job that I have now, it was if it wasn't for a friend, I wouldn't be here. Mm. You know, and so like yeah, that's true. That's the benefit of befriending people. Befriend everybody and anybody because in the long run, they're the ones that you're going to be counting on for yeah. whatever. Yeah, to to be even more gruesome, like what if you're just nice to that kid that's going to shoot up the school and you end up like, you know, like fuck, you know, this guy's really cool. Yeah. You know, and then you just become that like thing to look forward to. Like school doesn't suck so much because now this, this guy's like, you know, I'm, we're hanging out. We're, you know, he's yeah. talking to me. He's showing me what he's into and I'm showing him what I'm into. I'm not all by myself anymore. You know, it, you, you never know who you're really talking to, you know, until it's either too late or, you know. And, and the thing is that sometimes you make a big difference and you never know it. Yeah. You just you because nothing that event that was supposed to happen because you didn't talk to this kid never happened. So now it's like you almost like, okay, I'm still friends with this one guy that's you know, was kind of odd as a kid and he really liked me, so you know, we just kept being friends. But nothing happened. It's like but you know, those those things that go unnoticed sometimes are like the biggest <laughs> No, yeah, definitely. Especially because like you know, you you have those friends who are you know, I've had those friends where, like, fuck, dude, like, my life's fucking upside down. I just want to fucking kill myself. Yeah. And and I'll just be like, dude, where the fuck are you? Like, I don't. I'll go pick you up. Let's go. Let's go for a ride. Let's yeah, talk. Definitely. You know, and or like how you're saying, like, you know, you have this quiet kid that was planning to fucking, you know, shooting up the school or for whatever yeah, reason, or even just killing himself, you or know? killing yeah. himself, you know, and you say, "Hey, how's it going?" And that changes that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just there's one movie. It was a Showtime, uh, straight to video movie. It's called Bang Bang. You're dead. I think it was. Hmm. It was with Ben it. Foster. The, I heard uh, it. I look it up. It's it's really good. Um, but it's based off of like kind of like the Columbine shootings oh, okay. with those kids, and this kid, the main protagonist, he. It was a quiet kid, and he was, like, you know, picked upon, and he was bullied, and, you know, they made fun of him, and then he threatened to, to blow up the school or whatever, mm. and so he got kicked out, and then when he returned, um, there's these two other kids that befriended him because they thought, oh, he was going to blow up the school, how cool, you know, right. so they befriended him, and um, then they started asking him, like, the, the tough questions, like, hey, do you really know how to fucking blow up to the school and shit like yeah. that? And then shit started getting serious. And he was like, dude, like, are you guys really planning to blow up the school? These two new kids. Yeah, we're going to fucking do it. And the the main kid who was bullied and threatened to blow up the school first, he ended up stopping the the shooting and uh, got the the, he locked the kids up into a uh, closet and he warned everybody and kicked and he let everybody out of the, the cafeteria and like. That movie was fucking crazy, dude. Damn. Like, especially I'm because it, check that out. yeah, Bang Bang, you're dead. I think it is called, uh-huh. but it's with Ben Foster. Ben Foster, and um, it's, it's really good. Like, I, I strongly recommend it. That one, and there's another one with uh, with another group of kids that decide to kill off a bully. Okay, I forgot the name of that one, but that one's a pretty cool one too. Like. It's not cool as in like oh my god, but right? It, no, it, it I, teaches I, it, you interesting. A, it gives you yeah, a, perspective. a different perspective. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, I definitely recommend those movies. Uh, I'll try to remember the other one for our next show. Um, but yeah, like, like it's it's crazy, dude. Like, you never know, like how you're saying, you never know how good an Im- how how of an impact you're gonna create. Oh, you're right. It's Bang Bang. You're dead. Two thousand and two. Yep, there it is. These are definitely the words we used to use back in the day. I don't think they use them so much anymore. Uh, well, this is the uh, oh yeah the movie poster or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the words on there is uh, retard, weirdo, loser, freak, spaz, pizza face. Those are words I used to hear a lot. I don't think I hear them so much anymore. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, bang. definitely sounds like it was made in 2002. Yeah, bang bang, you're dead. That's I I strongly recommend to watch that movie. It's like. It, it hits you in a different way, kind of like that, that that commercial we were watching. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Because it's like, what the it, fuck am I watching, you know? Yeah, it, it's almost uncomfortable. Yeah. But it, it's showing you something that's a reality. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, man, it's like, it's just, just got to be good at everybody. Not not just not, not just the weirdos, because people are good at hiding shit. Of course. You know, yeah. there's a saying, it's like, be good to someone because you never know what battle they're facing right yeah yeah Uh, yeah like you're um just because someone's good at hiding how they feel doesn't mean that they're not going through shit you know yeah and it's oftentimes you know and uh you know to bring up some of the people that i you know when when i found out that they had you know ultimately killed themselves i kind of felt like very you know saddened by it you know like robin williams was one that just kind of really bummed me out yeah you know you see this guy that's just really happy you know like some of his movies just you know, I, I loved a, a lot of his movies and his, his comedy. He was hilarious. But, you know, you always see this, like, darkness behind it. You know, you see them kind of, like, make people laugh. But there's, like, it isn't, like, you know, you know, you know, penis jokes and, you know, lesbian jokes. It's kind of, like, there's a there's almost, like, a pureness to their comedy that kind of makes you kind of feel like, you know, this guy's a pure person. You know, there's something there, you know. Yeah. And uh, who, who else was it? Uh, you know, even went with Chester Benningham as well from Lincoln Park. That that one bummed me out as well, and uh, yeah, I was I wasn't a huge fan of Link Park. I mean, I was in the early years, like the first album. That's the only album that I I like, and that's the only <laughs> I I still like I I still consider myself a fan just because I love that album so much. Yeah, it was it was it was a definitely is a game changer, I think. But I wasn't really a huge fan after that. And, uh, but like, yeah, it sucks because it's like he was going through some shit that was caused by someone he lost, you know, like yeah. Chris Cornell. And, yeah. And it's crazy. Oh, like, another one, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know what, what I would say if I was his friend. Like, if he was, yeah. Like, hey, you know what? I'm planning to kill myself or I'm really sad. Especially because a lot of people don't, they don't say, hey, I'm really sad. That's but right. like how you're saying, just by you hanging out with them, by you just being there, showing up and yeah, being like, "Hey, we're gonna go out to eat," and it's like, um, I was just actually gonna chill in my room, yeah, and you know, whatever it is, do like you know, just drowning my own self-loathing, and then yeah. just by you know, distracting them for that day, you know, who who knows, you know, you, you, who knows how big of a difference you've made, but yeah, you're definitely, I I definitely do believe in that. Always just kind of like look out for the subtle signs that someone might be hiding something deeper, 
that they might just not either feel comfortable or even have the tools. Maybe they just weren't raised to like you know like we were saying Mexicans that just kind of don't necessarily have uh, that like sense to be like communicate emotions or be like you know what today I don't feel good. You know you can't do that shit on the dinner table when you're eating fucking tortillas and <laughs> you, you know you <laughs> sit there and you, you eat it. You know you deal with it almost on your own sometimes. Sometimes you have your brother or your sister and stuff or your friends, but you can't really sit there and be like, Mom, you know, I'm being really... Well, I mean, at least I did it. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't able to kind of, you know, find that reassurance from my parents and be like, you know what? I, I had a really tough time at school today because of this or because of that. It was like I dealt with it alone. And then whatever it is, you know, like you say, you know, the next day back then, the next day was over. But that whole night, it was like, fuck. You know, everyone's gonna remember. Everyone's yeah. gonna talk about it in the morning, and and the whole day goes by, and you're like, uh, okay, <laughs> it's yeah, cool. Everything's yeah. cool. All right, cool. <laughs> you're like, all right, we did it. <laughs> and down the line, someone brings it up, and you're yeah, like, fuck you're you, like, man. Right, well, you fucking bastard. But still, like, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it, it's it's definitely tough, you know, in in a Mexican household because it's like, oftentimes men or the boys are told to just suck it up, you know? Yeah, you can't have emotions. Yeah, and it's just like, growing up, like, yeah, you weren't, like, you wanted to talk, but you knew the answer was going to be like, oh, just suck it up. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we we weren't able to say, oh, at least I wasn't able to, like, feel comfortable to be like, hey, mom, I'm fucking going through this shit. Like, I remember my uh, first breakup, I wanted to, yell at my sisters so they can like I want to tell them why didn't you warn me you know like, right. <laughs> I was pissed because I was like why didn't you warn me that, that this shit could happen you know <laughs> but I didn't and I just kind of just suck it up and yeah. like how you're saying we dealt with it ourselves and, however you fucking internalized it yeah, and that was yeah. it and uh but yeah that that's uh to to round off the point was uh sometimes people just don't know how to communicate that they're bummed out yeah. Sometimes because it was for so long, it was just kind of like I just dealt with it. I just sucked it up, and then once you you know get older, it's like sucking it up starts to kind of take more, I guess, more of a serious tone. You know, you start to think of harsher things that you could do. Yeah, but you know, it's just sometimes it's just the fact that people just don't know how to communicate. I definitely. I, I definitely do believe that the there's there's things that people develop um, that other people don't like yeah. that they don't develop how to communicate or they don't develop how to express themselves like yeah. you know like me I play guitar and I, you know I do a lot of music stuff and I've painted and I write and there's a lot of creative stuff so a lot of the stuff that I, I would feel I would write down or paint or you know make us into a song and shit yeah. like that but there's other people that didn't have that outlet that didn't have anything and those people sometimes they to them it's like I'm reaching out to you but to us the way we see it is just like alright you just called me like yeah. what's what's the deal with that right but to them, it's like, dude, I don't know how to even start a conversation. Right, yeah. So it goes back to just saying hello. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. Nice. Just being nice. Like, you know, sometimes you might get a, a weird call or something. 
don't just treat it as like why are you calling me you know treat it as more as a like you know how are you doing how's your day you yeah. know just like you know whatever just shoot the shit with them yeah like like me like um with with friends that i haven't talked to like i, I strongly believe like hey you know what like if you want to be there in my life you'll make an effort to be there in my life right and vice versa if i want to be part of somebody's life i'll try to make an effort for that so i try to instill that into you know my friends and and family and you know my girlfriend and i tell them hey you know what like uh if your friend like you know i see them bummed out like oh i wanted to go out with this blah blah blah, this happened and they don't want to hang out with me it's like you know what don't don't get bummed out like you know if they want to be part of your life they'll make an effort to be part of your life yeah definitely and they'll come around you know or maybe something did come up like you can't you know life happens you know there's things that 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 we have no control over and we have to be accommodating to those people because it's like you never know hey fucking this guy's whole world is upside down yeah and all he was looking forward to was hanging out with you yeah, but he yeah. couldn't and now you're mad at him and you don't want to talk to him but then he comes around and he's like hey dude can i just hang out with you but you're still mad at him like right. that's not fair either you know so yeah. to me it's like effort is a little is uh, the hint that they're trying to make an effort to do whatever they want to further elaborate on that sometimes to just kind of give a, a more of a context because it's something that happens with me sometimes people were like yeah we're gonna do something this day and then um i'm just like ah you know what i actually don't feel like doing it today or whatever so people are just kind of like you know whatever take it the wrong way and they're just like oh you know he's just uh you know just being a freaking asshole i was you know pumped to, to to go do this uh but sometimes you know to, to to kind of i guess go off of the the point of like you know how how depression kind of works you know where you just sometimes you just don't want to do something even as much fun as it is as much as like you might not have to do anything you know like your friend's gonna come pick you up and you're gonna go do this you know but sometimes i think people are are in such a like the the depression can kind of like take them to a point where they just kind of like you know what i, I don't want to do anything i just want to go to sleep i just want to like i don't want to do, do anything you know yeah and sometimes i think people would would uh take it in the in the way where you're saying like you know well i'm still mad at you i don't want to hang out with you anymore yeah and now it's kind of like you know it's a double double bladed sword where it's like you know you're like trying to reach out but at the same time because of the fact that you're depressed you've avoided people so now people don't want to hang out with you yeah, yeah so now it's like now and then it kind of like it's a it's a it's a illness that kind of isolates you oh yeah just definitely keep, keeps you alone and kind of makes you progress in 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 in, in the in the pain of, of being alone yeah i mean it's it's definitely something that that you just kind of it, it it eats at you dude yeah and um you know i've been depressed and like especially being how i couldn't go to work for three months yeah you know being stuck at in, in my uh bed i couldn't yeah. walk and couldn't do anything like i started getting depressed i was like dude like i don't want to fucking do shit like you know it eats at you like shit that you normally found like that you enjoy you like no longer enjoy like for those three months i couldn't play my guitar i couldn't play music and that's the stuff i love to do and it's just like 
I would get up and I was like feeling motivated. I was like, I'm going to go do stuff and I'm going to connect all my equipment and whatnot. And then by the time I was connected, it was like the feeling fled. And I'm just like, yeah, the uh, whole process, you're just like, uh, yeah. And it's just like, it's not that I don't want to. It's just that it just eats at you and it sucks. It's like, yeah, you start to get this heavy feeling of just like, I don't want to. Yeah. And I think it has to do with failing. Like my insecurity is I don't want to fail. Right. You know, like, I don't want to, I want to do this, but I don't want to, you know. Be bad at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, surely, but surely, I mean, slowly, but surely, like, I've learned to just fucking do it. Yeah. Just do it and see where it leads you and see, see the outcome and, you know, learn from your mistakes and improve like on this them. podcast. Yeah, like this podcast. <laughs> we'll see where it ends up. Yeah, but, you man. know, the, the point is we're here and we're doing it. Exactly. And we're going to, it's going to be posted and we're going to, you know, whatever. It might get one, two, three listens. Hopefully, eventually, it'll, you know, it gets four, five, then 10, 16, 20. Spills up slowly. If not, at the end of the day, we had a good conversation. Yeah, and that's all that really matters. Exactly. We just like, had a good conversation. And, you know, and, and if we're really serious about it, we'll look back at these episodes or this episode and we're like hey what can we learn from this yeah you know it's everything has a lesson built into whatever it is of course yeah so i mean yeah i completely agree like you know i'm excited to keep doing this and i am uh, too yeah and hopefully um you guys are excited with us and keep chiming in on this yeah very very excited to keep going with this and uh it was a very effortless conversation. I feel I didn't. I didn't feel like I had to, uh, you know. I didn't have to look at any topics or any anything to be like. What are we talking about? Let's talk <laughs> yeah. about this. Let's talk about that. It was kind of flowed. Yeah. And it's been uh, two hours and twenty four minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of fast. Yeah. How time, the time went by. Well, at least for me. I don't know for you. <laughs> no, definitely. It doesn't even feel like two and a half hours. Yeah. But. So that was pretty good, though. I, I'm pretty happy with with the conversation. We covered a little range of topics. Yeah. And uh, hard topics that people don't like to talk about. Asking the real questions, yeah. the media's scared. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so I know you, you got to get going. And uh, yeah, this was, uh, this was, I think that was a great uh, ending right there. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we, we, we hope you guys circle. liked it. And if you didn't, well, who cares? Because we'll give you a refund, <laughs> <laughs> a free, <laughs> a free refund. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll catch you guys on the flip side, and uh, yeah, stay tuned. Odd fellas never sleep. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>